welcome to Behold, the Journey of the June Battle Brides. Hey guys, I'm Alex, and joining me today in the Ram Jack studio for a very special episode. Super Spash. Here's my co-host Brad. Hi, how's it going? Everyone's a little um, excited. Definitely. It's wedding season. Oh my gosh, guys. Not here. only for the greater world or the country, mm-hmm. but for Ram Jack. Yes! Two of our favorite characters from a television show are finally tying the knot. Oh my god! Granted, mostly irresponsibly. Yes. But hey. But hey. But hey, we're still gonna we're still gonna support. We're still gonna be at that yeah, wedding. We're still gonna be there. I mean, you know, it was the '90s. We did things differently back then. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gauging by the fashion alone, Ugh. things were different in the definitely, '90s. Definitely. Was, ugh. But we're gonna be there. Congratulations, you just made it. Congratulations. You got a seat with your name on it. We don't know how the, the dinner singing arrangement is right. yet. We're hoping right. to get at a table with a lot of heavy hitters, people we can talk to and have fun with, Definitely. and not like Definitely. the C or D team. Yeah. We don't wanna be at the belding Oh boy. The belding table. Oh no. We definitely wanna be I would settle for the mic table. Let's, oh, get on that, let's get on that college years table. Definitely. I, so, so the belling table is worse than the mic table. Oh, d- dude. Okay. Well, I don't think the mic table is a worse thing because then we can chat out about that restaurant. Right. I mean, I'm fall for the mic table. I just, I the idea of ranking like mic versus belding just kind of blew my mind for a second there. Oh, dude. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> who's who's got the saddest life? Go. <laughs> also, I was thinking about you, friend, because we get you at that table with Mike. Who else is at that table? Alex. That's right. That's Maybe right. You could work some magic there. And if not, maybe Leslie Romney will be at that table and I can talk about the monies. Well, let's hope that she makes it to the wedding. I mean, who knows? Well, you know, she's got a lot, of, a lot of things. She's very busy, you know, like not working, uh, being done with college for the semester, maybe. I think she's got a lot of pottery she's working on. A lot of pottery, a lot of dressage to attend. Well, I mean, we'll see if she makes it. I mean, Vegas isn't that far from California State Tech no, University it's just, School. Yeah, it's just like a taste. It's nothing. I'm sure she'll be there. Guys, look forward to that. This whole episode is a build-up to a climax of wedding proportions. Yes. So, yeah, Brad, let's start talking. Let's get down to basics let's, with weddings, let's man. Let's talk about some weddings. We've talked about our ideas. Guys, it's before. a wedding spectacular. Yeah. I mean, come on. We gotta talk about these weddings. Are we ready for marriage? That's a good question. Let's let's do let's let's just I'm just asking some questions. Okay. I'm asking some questions from Christian Marriage today. Oh boy. All right, Alex, we're just going to run through these really quickly. Okay. Almost never, once in a while, or frequently? Frequently, almost never, once in a while. Right. All right. Disagreements result in the two of you breaking up and then getting back together. Is that... How do you think that's... How do you think Uh, that scores? How do you think that scores? Breaking up and getting back together? Mm Mm-hmm. How often does that happen? Yeah. How do you think? I'm going to say almost never. Almost never. Okay. If an argument results in a relationship breakup, I mean, it's over. Well, yeah. But I mean, then you get back together. I mean, that happens a lot. I mean, come on. Some people just do that. You know, they're flaky like that. What about if your fiance expresses displeasure with your relationship? If my fiance? Mm-hmm. Okay. You think that's... How do you think about that? Um, I'm going to say... Once in a while. Maybe once in a while. Once in a while. I mean, in, in a healthy relationship, you got to be like, hey, right. what's going on? Let's check ourselves. Now, when you argue, um, now one or uh, both of you say hurtful, degrading, or disrespectful things to the other? Oh, almost never. You don't take those once shots during that. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Is this whether Ramjack's ready? Like, yes. Is this between us? Yes, yes, I think Or is so. this like a hypothetical marriage between like this is one the po- of us Is the podcast person? ready to take it to the is next the level? Is the podcast ready for marriage? My so, bad. I may, well, then I may actually change some of the questions. Oh, well, um, 
Have either you or your fiance have any doubts about getting married? Um, frequently. I frequently, definitely. I hold back from telling my fiance those things I dislike about him or her. Um, hmm. one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> Almost never. Once in a while, frequently. What's the question? One more time. I hold back from telling my fiance those things I dislike about him or her. Um, I, maybe occasionally. Let's go to the middle. Once in a while. I fantasize about marrying someone else. Oh, all the time. Frequently. Like, have you had pre-marriage counseling? Never. Mm, Almost never. Nope. <laughs> One or both of us find it difficult to compromise. Hmm. 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 I'd say sometimes. Okay. All right. Maybe. Once in a while. Um, my fiance has a solid relationship with Christ. True or false? True or <laughs> false? One or the other. It's important. I, I would definitely say false. False. Do you have a solid relationship with Christ? Oh, never. No. False. False. Oh, are those the last two questions? Uh, for, first, we do a CAPTCHA to get the answer, but the CAPTCHA is rabies. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> Which is kind of awesome. All right, are we ready for marriage? Oh, no, gosh, no, oh, no, gosh, no, 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 Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Do we, is what we have true? I don't know. Their website's really slow. Where's our score? Were we supposed to keep tracking that ourselves? You fuckers. Maybe not. No, because it tells you what, like, the numbers mean. Why would you have to put a caption for that? Stupid. Bullshit. Okay, let's just assume... I mean, we can probably assume we're not ready for marriage. Let's just assume... Okay, we didn't get a green light. Let's keep on trucking. Um, yellow light is proceeded with caution. I'm pretty sure we probably got a red light, which means stop. Okay. It means we score between a 20 and a 30. You may be more in love with the idea of being married than you are actually prepared to be married. I do love rom-coms, and I am not ready to get married. As a result, relationship feels... likely feels forced. There may also be other signs of dysfunction in your relationship, such as frequent arguing, disrespect, unresolved anger, or growing sense of worry. Even if this is not the case, a score in this range indicates patterns you shouldn't ignore. Our advice is not to get married just yet. Consider stepping back from your relationship and re reassessing your motives for wanting to be married. If neither or only one of you has a solid relationship with Christ, this has to change. <laughs> Christ must be the top priority in a Christian marriage. Should you decide to move forward with your plans to get married anyway, please do not do so without getting premarital counseling from a proper Jizo counselor. Hmm. Wow. I'm assuming that if you answered false for am I religious... That, that it, it instantly adds 10 points to your score. I can only assume. I can only imagine. Interesting. Well, we're not ready. Sorry. I mean, we're ready for Zach and Kelly's marriage, maybe. Right. But the Ramjack podcast cannot be... Guys, wait, can't, it can't happen. We can't marry another podcast just yet. No. That's not in the cards. Sorry. Or the stars, or... Sorry, other podcast. We're not ready for marriage. Are we ready for dating? Definitely. Hey, podcast, what's up? Hey, podcasts. Podcasts? What are you thinking? You're sounding good. What are we doing for... What are we doing? Brad, I have a collection of random yet interesting wedding facts that will probably blow your mind in many respects, and also our listeners. Our, I, this will help us inform more about the history of marriage okay. cross-cultures. Wonderful. But first, let's get about down to our roots, the United States. Let's get to them roots. In the United States, there is no law or religious... Um, mandate that says a bride must take a groom's last name. However, approximately 70% of Americans agree that a bride should change her last name. Gross. What is wrong 70 with 70%? I'm actually Fuck surprised that. that's only 70%. I thought it would be much higher because Ugh. that's... In 2013, a lot of people are hyphenating their names or whatever, and that's great. Be yourself. Do what you want to do. Mm. But I... Always growing up, people were like, yeah, you of course, change the last name. Or if Gross. someone didn't, they'd be like, 
so-and-so's not taking the last name. We got a classic Marsha Owens scenario. And I never knew what that meant until right. we started watching Belvedere. Exactly. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, that's gross. Don't change your... Why would you, Like, I'm literally changing my identity for you. Fuck that shit. I, if I was going to marry someone and, like, they said, oh, I think I'll change my name, I think we're calling it off. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't know you. Get out. Well, plus you have to change your whole nickname. You're no longer RC mm-hmm. to your friends. Your romantic whatever your other name is. And well, that nothing rolls off that unless wait, you're the last scene. I'm changing my name now? Oh, I just said, I just assumed. My bad. I'm sorry. I, the way you were saying that sounded, mm-hmm. no. Okay, so you're not changing your last name. Well then, well, then there's that thing. Like, why would anyone have to change yeah, their last name? Yeah, that's what I'm name? saying. Like, if I was with somebody that wanted to change their name, we're calling the wedding off. It's, it's over. over. Like, you... You would say, do you do you want to change your last name? Okay, second question, are you a Jizo? Okay. Yeah. The score is 150. <laughs> we're we're not happening. It can't happen. You owe me money, and the relationship's over. It's... Huh. Unless you've got, like, a really awful name. I have heard of dudes taking a women's woman's last name. Like, I mean, but I say, like, why don't, like, both parties just change their name, get a new name altogether? That would be awesome. Yeah. Or make up our new name. Like, all right, we're going to shuffle off this family shit, get a new name, the both of us. I mean, if you want to, you could combine last names. That might no. be neat. New name. Well, I mean, it would be a new name, ah. like an odd combination. Sorry. Nope, new name. <laughs> if you didn't like it. Same name or new name. That's Those are the rules. And I do think if you have a child, give it a new name. Ugh, stop tying it into your shit. All right, we're going to take it back in time. And maybe present. I'm not sure they still believe this. But in Fiji, they have some interesting ideas on marriage. Okay. Okay. There's a there's a deity they have whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce because it's got like four Gs in it. And like a grip of ends. Doesn't matter. Nigana I don't know how to pronounce it. That sounds racist. It did sound racist, but it, it's spelled that way, so we're just going to just ignore it. Whatever you want to say, racist. Um, this god watches over married couples. He's the deity of married couples. The Japanese have their math gods. In Fiji, they're a little bit more marriage track. Sure. Um, in Fiji, um, this deity will not let a bachelor enter paradise or an afterlife and will turn him into ash if he dies before he's married. So in this culture, if you don't dick. get married, you have no afterlife. Mm. That's that pressure. Yikes. I mean, you taking that for face value, I gotta marry a broad. What if there's no really attractive broads? You better marry an ugly. You gotta marry someone. Go find yourself an ugly, or you're gonna get turned into ash. Look. Bad enough, you're already dead. Now you gotta be turned into ash? Oh, I wanna boy. See you, I wanna see you in paradise, brother. But you gotta marry, um, you gotta marry someone. Um, you know what? I, you know, Lane Wendy's over here, and I just feel like... Oh, no. I'd rather be ash. Rather be Ash. Look, if it's <laughs> if it's spending an eternity in paradise or marrying a lame Wendy, <sighs> I mean, I guess you, you Ash party. Once. Yeah, Ash party. <laughs> I'm gonna go up and smoke. Um, on the island of Borneo, if a on the island of Borneo, women do not have a soul until they get married. <laughs> I mean, no one has a soul. Right, you don't have. But a soul. I mean, in a culture where they believe in souls, a don't woman is void of one until she gets married. You don't get a soul until I put it in you, bitch. <laughs> Whoa. You want a soul? No. I don't know which is worse. Being turned to ash and not entering paradise or not having a soul? Because I guess also in their afterlife, if you die before marriage, you're just dead. Right. But then you have to, like, marry some gross dude. I gotta get a soul up in me. Look, uh, I've been a bridesmaid three times, and uh, I just don't know what's gonna happen. Always a bridesmaid. Hey, you want a soul? Always a bridesmaid, never a soul. Never a soul. That stuff is tough on that. It's <laughs> tough. Uh, In certain states, and it doesn't mention which ones, which is interesting, where no blood tests or physical exams are required, failing to tell your prospective spouse that 
you have a venereal disease or other kind of, I guess, sexual or physical impairment, such as, in, such, as impotent, such as impotence and infertility, can void a marriage. Nice. Now that's actually pretty yeah, cool. I like that. You start arguing, you're like, well, psh, you're mine now. You're not getting out of this. Bitch, guess what? <laughs> I wasn't forthcoming. <laughs> I'm out. Goodbye. Later. <laughs> you, the, the marriage is null. You hit me with a civil surprise, it's over. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna so, take I'm gonna take half your assets. Can't the ma- the marriage is null. It no, didn't even happen. Technically, you've been done. living in sin. It's if done. you want to go with a western, my kind soul of idea. has been revoked. Yeah, you ain't got a soul. <laughs> gotcha. Um, your secret syphilis just cost you a soul. Early early Roman brides carried a bunch of herbs such as garlic or rosemary under their veils mm-hmm. to symbolize fidelity and fertility and to ward off evil. Oh, got you, man! Always monsters coming at you. You're trying just trying to get a soul up in you, and all these demons and monsters trying to get up at you. Like, hey, you don't need a soul. Is that why? Yeah. We have flowers and stuff around you just to ward off well, you ward demons. Off. Yeah. Well, I ain't got a soul. I don't want a demon to get up in me. No, we'll snatch you. Um, these herbs serve as a precursor to modern-day bridal bouquets. Oh, my gosh. Um, the phrase, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and a silver sixpence in her shoe. Okay, already antiquated weird. This symbolizes, um... It's so hard to walk. Uh, silver <laughs> sixpence in my shoe. Uh, symbolizes uh, various things like optimism for the future, borrowed happiness, fidelity, wealth, or good luck, etc. Okay, whatever. Borrowed happiness. But this, I love that there, while reading all these facts about marriage, there is, our modern day marriage ceremonies are an abomination of all these things together. Like, Mm -hmm. it is insane where we draw these correlations from. Uh, because white is the color of mourning in Eastern cultures, white wedding dresses are uncommon. Ooh. You think that's the only reason? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> I wonder if that's like, well, you know, I never see a white wedding dress in Eastern cultures. Why is, why is that? Mm. Oh, we just, we just believe it's, um, we don't believe it's lucky. Oh, we, uh, bad luck, bad luck. It means morning. It, yeah, it's Wink. morning. Um, it means good morning. That's what I said to that guy last night. <laughs> Whoa! Love that blue dress. It's a wedding. Las Vegas, now this is no surprise, is a top wedding destination with over 100,000 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. What's the second, Brad? Just on top of your head, where do you think the second most second. place to get married? Um, Niagara Falls? Really? I don't know. Where the fuck do you get married? I didn't see a single wedding when I went to Niagara. I don't know. I wouldn't want to get married there. It's like a whole a, like rain cloud perpetually that's like a, around the. That's like an old timey cheesy honeymoon spot. Yeah. Well, how many honeymoon? How many lame honeymoons happen in Niagara? Right. A grip. Yeah. Um, see, I would have guessed like Paris, like destination weddings to the most romantic city in the world. Mm-hmm. We'll use that in quotation marks. Turns out it's Hawaii. Really? Whoa. Whoa. With 25,000 weddings a year. Okay. Think about these numbers of weddings a year. It's gross. 100,000? 25,000? Half of them are, are set for failure. Yeah. You know why? Because they didn't have Christ in their marriage first. Exactly. Mm. But I also think for Saved by the Bell's sake, the fact that most more weddings happen in Las Vegas as opposed to Hawaii. Mm. Kind of telling with the story how that panned out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye, family. We're all going to Hawaii and Hawaii away. I know you're going to get married here our Vegas. Odds are. Odds are. Odds are you get you get on that you get on that island and things change. It's beautiful. The weather is perfect. Everyone there is gorgeous. You start thinking about marriage. 
Uh, wedding rings are often placed on the third finger of the left hand because ancient Egyptians believed the vein in the hand, which the Romans called the vein of love, Boo. ran directly to the heart. Mm -hmm. So that's why you, you lock that down. You cut off circulation to your heart vein on marriage, I guess. <sighs> Guests in ancient times would tear off part of a bride's gown as tokens of good luck, leading to the tradition of a bride throwing a garter and her bouquet. Now a little bit more insight onto this. Yeah, that pretty much like it was good luck for you to rip pieces of her dress off. Yeah. And then we know that that could get dicey fast. Yeah. So to stave this off, they started throwing the garter for good luck or whatever. Like, oh, you, if you get it, you got good luck and don't rip my dress. <laughs> don't rip my clothes off, please. I mean, come on. So, but there wasn't a wedding bouquet for a while, mm -hmm. but a lot of the women, because it was also a male-centric activity, got jealous a little bit. Like, why don't we get good luck? So the brides, uh, the so the bride said, "All right, you know what? They get the garter. You guys get this flower bouquet." And that's how that kind of got started. Wow. Kind of interesting. Kind of weird. Kind like, why do you have scary. to? Scary. Why would you? Why would that even enter someone's head? Let's rip someone's clothes off to get good luck. Well, you need good luck, and I'm gonna rip your fucking clothes off and get it. Give me that dress. Give me that lace. I'm gonna get the. <laughs> Good luck. There's a lot of weird cake things that are strange. Um, a wedding cake is traditionally a symbol of good luck and fertility and has been a part of a wedding celebration since Roman times. When a small bun symbolizing fertility was broken above a bride's head at the close of the ceremony? Why is all this weird luck shit in weddings? Is, are weddings that doomed to fail that they have to put as much luck or superstitious luck yes. as possible? Yes. Even since the Romans. Definitely. All right, well... Here, let's give you a, a kind of a weird ritual with luck so that maybe that'll stick. Break this bread over her head. And my question, did they rip it or did they actually have to like break it over her head? Like were they hitting Literally, her with it? Yeah. Just beat her in the skull with some stale bread. During the Middle Ages, the custom required a bride and groom to kiss over small cakes. Hey, little this cakes. Oh, little cakes. Mm -hmm. Hey, little Debbie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey. The phrase tying the knot initially came from an ancient Babylonian custom which threads from the clothes of both the bride and the groom were tied in a knot to symbolize the couple's union. Literally tying some types of ceremony knots at a wedding ceremony can be found across cultures. So this Ugh, is a thing. It's lame. You think that's where they're ripping clothes off? I don't want to tie up these clothes. Sorry, it's got to happen or the wedding's nulled. Ugh, rip, rip, lame. tie, tie. In some African ceremonies, it was a sentiment of well-wishing to greet the new bride with these words, Brad, which in my mind may be a curse. May you bear 12 children to him. Ugh. Wow. What? May you die <laughs> in a second. A, br Ugh. A, br <laughs> a bride is traditionally covered... A bride is traditionally carried over the threshold, either, either, this is interesting that it could be both, mm -hmm. either to symbolize her reluctance to leave her father's home, weird, rapey, or because evil spirits hovered over the threshold of a home. This so is where they hang. The evil spirits, Listen, they were up to no good back in the days. Pennywise is just like hanging out in that, right in that threshold. He's like, I'm going to get you. So, uh, uh, yeah, a husband would lift up the bride to cure her over the threshold. Did this happen every day? Oh, that's what, like he's, he, that's what he says. Oh, no, I was protecting her over the threshold. 
You mean uh, she was scared to leave her father's home because she's being kidnapped and forcibly married? So you were like, you were like taking her forcibly into your house to lock her up and put twelve kids in her? Yeah, she was struggling in the air because you were calling her over the threshold. She's like, no. Take me back home. Don't worry. I'll, I'll save you from the demons. What are you talking about? <laughs> Put me down. I want to go back to my home. Sorry. Shut up. Here's your soul. <laughs> Here's your soul. You're lucky I didn't let my friends rip your clothes off. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, Pope Innocent III declared that a waiting period should be observed between betrothal and marriage, which led to... Sad sack Pope. <laughs> Which led to separate engagement and wedding rings. Mm. Thanks, Pope. God. Always trying to make a buck those fucking popes. I mean, that's the racket I was wondering yeah. what's going on. My, oh, you know my brother, he runs a jewelry shop. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets married and you need rings. Thanks. Gotcha. What is it, months of my salary supposed to go toward a wedding ring? Yes. That's insane. Well, my brother doesn't think so. Look, God told me. Listen. God told me, and my brother conveniently has the hookup. This is one of the more interesting ideas of marriage. During biblical times, okay, first off, fuck you in the biblical times. Biblical right times, <laughs> first of all. Okay, so during the fictional crazy land of the Bible times, Shoes were seen as a badge of authority because they lifted a person off the ground. Mm. That's kind of neat. I like that. Um, that way, you there was like a, a class distinction between the barefoot slaves and serfs and the people mm. who had money who could afford shoes. Nice. But shoes were normally used to seal uh, a bargain between, I guess, the father and his perpetual—I mean, his potential son-in-law. Right. And he was giving wedding shoes on the wedding day to assert authority over the bride. Your new daddy. I mean. Listen, you want this piece of property? Here are your shoes. Um, this way, um, she knows that she that she's owned by you now instead of by me. Because women are property. Bible times. Yay! She have shoes. She's, why would you? Why would your property have shoes? Why would someone without a soul have shoes? It's dumb. That's stupid. So stupid. I really wonder if these kinds of things, like this whole odd, like, I'm going to become the new daddy thing, mm -hmm. is why we have, like, weird kind of nicknames for significant others, like baby. Yeah, that shit's fucked up. Sugar daddy is Ooh. a weird term. Ooh. It's not sugar daddy. He carried me over the Gross. threshold because of spirits and because all the money falling out of his apartment in stacks. Ooh. In Great Britain, it was considered good luck for a bride to kiss a chimney sweep on her wedding day. Dick Van Dyke made that rule. Yeah, basically. Uh, he supposedly had special powers. <laughs> Were there, like, apprentice shops for chimney sweeps? Like, you've got to learn the magic. Dick Van Dyke completely made that shit oh, up. yeah. And when he cleans the chimney, he also sweeps away evil spirits. Why clean the chimney? Why are people terrified of evil spirits Dude, in marriage? people are dumb. A lot of evil spirits running around. What are you going to do? Sick all these spirits. Um, this is kind of interesting. Used to be, if someone who was, like, well-off and rich and royal married someone of a lower rank, they would call that a left-handed marriage. Hmm. Because, I guess you were forced to marry on the opposite sides as you normally would? Mm. And obviously the children of such a marriage would never inherit any property of the right. royalty. Of course. Like the left-handed marriage. Yeah, because that's bullshit. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I guess they didn't have to worry about anyone rolling up on them with a sword and killing them. Hey, you kidnapped my daughter, because at this point, I guess, you're marrying up. Right. Or down, in that case. In Afghanistan, traditionally old school, a man who wanted to marry a woman would cut off a lock of her hair or throw a sheet over her and proclaim her his bride. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. Gotcha. Can you imagine bride, the fear? Bride, you're my bride. Oh, fuck. I'm attractive. No wonder they want to... 
I mean, gotcha. yeah. It's like, gotcha. uh, I got a sheet. Like, it's like one Laundry step away. Laundry must be crazy. Oh, man. These, everyone, all the women are terrified. It's, a, it's, it's, a, really, it's like one step of somebody running around with a giant butterfly nut. Gotcha. Mine. Snatched you. Um, let's get to some crazy creepo shit. All right. I thought we were already there. In the Ozarks. Um, I also love that they uh, preface this like people located in Central America. Uh, believed that placing the dried tongue of a turtle dove mm-hmm. in a loved one's house yeah. would persuade him or her to marry you. Definitely. Always. Uh, what? No, you just dry out those turtle dove tongues. First you get a turtle dove, mm-hmm. rip its tongue out, dry it, put it in the house. It Sealed deal. Sealed deal. Um, in one culture, it's typical for a woman to begin sewing her wedding dress um, starting at nine year nine years old to be finished around 14 or 15 when they can finally get married. <gasps> Talk about a long engagement on that one. <gasps> Let's get married. Cool. Let me make my wedding dress. It's going to take me a while. Why would it take you that long? Got to do it right. <laughs> Also, they also have the best wedding dresses. In this also, place. you also like you, you start off and it's one size and you're just gonna keep adjusting it, keep adding fabric because you're growing because you're not an adult yet. Oh, embarrassing! Sorry, honey, we're gonna put off the wedding for a couple more months. I put on a little bit of weight. I gotta, I gotta fix this dress. Um, sorry, I'm taller than I was when I was nine. I gotta, I gotta adjust. <laughs> That's what it is. Every year they gotta let it out more. Yeah. Shit. In Central Asia, a groom in his party would pursue his bride on horseback as she was riding away carrying a newly slaughtered lamb? Weddings are fucking weird. Oh, gosh, just don't get married ever. It's the grossest. Um, someone who came up with that idea, too. The Puritans. Already, like, they just hate everything. Man, those guys are the worst. Except Ollie Cromwell and the New Model Army. Yeah, I mean, he was on point. Yeah. Puritans banned wedding rings because they thought they were frivolous jewelry and relic to the Pope, which is not untrue. It's very true. They were just trying to break up that fucking ring business that Pope Innocent started. Greek brides believed that tucking a lump of sugar into their wedding gown would bring sweetness throughout married life. That's dumb. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. What a bunch of dumbos. Um, <laughs> to ensure fertility, the Irish would take a hen that was about to lay an egg and tie it to the wedding bed. What? What are you, what are you fuckers doing? Like, this shit is crazy. Like, just never get married. Don't. It's ter- It's probably going to divorce. Like, we're not doing... Like, it's just not going to work, guys. There's a lot of shit going on here. Like, I guess this is all fun if you're going to die when you're 23, but fuck. I mean, yeah, in, in, in the harsh times of our past, if I can just go through a few more of these brads to, I guess, if it hasn't already been, I guess, hammered into people's heads, weddings are weird. Try, try this out. Some tribes in Central Asia held that a bride's hymen should be broken not by her husband, but by her maternal grandfather. Wait, what? Some tribes in Central Asia held that a bride's hymen should be broken not by her husband, but by her maternal grandfather. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, that's that's what... Ah. If he was not willing or alive... If he was not willing, who would be willing for that? Or alive, a cousin from her mother's side responsible to perform the task. Comes in my grandpa's lap. No! <laughs> Eskimos would bring their brides to a priest for divine unflowering. What kind of racket are they running in Central Asia and Fucking up in priest. the cold north? Fucking, oh. You getting married? Sweet. Fuck hey, drop by. The priest's got to deflower your wife. 
Another fact, Brad. Mm -hmm. A wedding between two American slaves could not include the words until death do us part because plantation masters had the power to part husbands and wives. Because slaves were not allowed to have a Christian ceremony, they invented their own ceremonies that often included the bride and groom jumping over a broom and the broom being the symbol of, of home in certain parts of Africa. Wow, racist South. Oy. Weddings, uh, the United States spends nearly $72 billion on weddings a year? Fuck that shit. All right, no one's getting married. Duh, no one can get sorry. married anymore. We're going to take Hang all up. that money, tax it, and then actually do something awesome with it. Yes. For $72 billion, what can we do? I, Nationalize health care. Yeah. Let's get everyone healthy. Yeah. If you want to get married, just jump over a broom. Just, just, just jump a broom. You don't get a sheet, throw it over your loved one, Got you're em. done. Got him. Don't spend $72 billion. <gasps> What's wrong with people? I'll leave you this one last fact, Brad, because I know eyebrows are something that, um... Super important. Super important to you. Because eyebrows are considered intensely alluring in the Orient. All right, all right. Historically, the bride's eyebrows were shaved entirely. Ah! Rendering her powerless to attract a man. Wow. <laughs> I am so... Like, that's some, like, Zach Morris shit. That's pretty Kelly, much I don't. I don't want you... I don't want any chance... Guys, I'm trying to do. I'm gonna shave your eyebrows off in the night. What? Sorry. You're mine it's, now. It's, it's for your own good. No man's gonna want you after your eyebrows are gone. Lasky, look what he did to me. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have any change. No, it's me, Kelly. Oh shit! Ah! I didn't even recognize you without your eyebrows. Ugh. I also see. Imagine people like drawing eyebrows on, which aren't the same. People notice right, it. Yes. Like, mm, I don't trust you. Your eyebrows aren't on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely Zach Morris rules yeah, on that bullshit. Definitely. Fuck that. Those are some crazy wedding facts. Mm -hmm. Brad, you have what do you have over there? Well, Alex, I, I just got some. I got some letters here. Um, uh, first of all, um, we just, I just there's somebody here needs some advice. Somebody's having some issues. Again, this is from ChristianMarriageToday.com. Wow. My favorite site. You know that's where I get all my facts. Ever since we started talking about the marriage of those kids, you've been on it's, that website. It's really like, important to me. I'll catch you on it as I'm coming back up from the back before we record. And I be just, like, Brad. I'm looking at weddings that involve him. Capital Our H. Lord. So, in-laws are destroying my Christian marriage. Uh-oh. In-laws are destroying my Christian marriage. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please pray for my marriage. I have been married for almost two years now and have known my husband for six years prior to marriage through a long through a long distance relationship. Um, I don't know if that counts. Yeah. Friendship and commitment have gradually disappeared after the wedding. My husband gambles. <laughs> he gambles a lot. He denies the harm it does to me and tells me he would choose gambling over me if he had to. Is this a real letter? Yes. This is insane. Parents-in-law, that's a gross. Parents-in-law meddling, controlling, cold. My husband and my mother-in-law have a relationship I do not understand. <laughs> Seems too close for me to fit in. Father-in-law's control embarrasses me and makes me feel out of place in my own marriage. He is also my husband's gambling buddy. <laughs> my husband denies there is a problem with his pants. <laughs> We have been separated for over three months. After a huge fight, <laughs> he moved out and currently lives with his parents, refusing to come back and only coming by whenever he pleases. I received one phone call in over three months from his father, and that was two months after he left. My husband generally treats me like crap, and yet God wants me to stay married. I don't understand God, and do not see why my husband keeps doing whatever he wants without, the con without consequences. Please pray for me. Sometimes I feel like I am losing my sanity. 
This marriage took two years of my life and brought nothing but suffering to me. My husband is a believer, raised in church. There used to be times when he told me about Christ, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know where to begin on that, man. Get the fuck out of this. Just get out. Like, why? First of all, his, his relationship with his mother is too close, if you ask me. I don't and get his, it. His, I don't get it. And his dad, that's his gambling buddy. But but I think, you know, the real question is, you know, we got to look inside ourselves and we got to ask God, like, what am I doing to provoke this? Why? What is it about you that makes your husband want to go gamble with his parents? Mm. So maybe it's your fault. That is that that's often it's, the blaming you, thing that happens I mean, in those things. No, it's important. It's, it's probably her fault. It probably is. Yeah. I mean, she talks about maybe she should, mean, maybe she should have carried him over a threshold to keep the demons from getting him. Oh, oh that's a pattern in 2015. Oh, the, the the one sentence that I think really culminates everything together, which kind of lends itself to what you were saying, Brad, mm-hmm. she says something along the lines of, look, I get that this is God's plan. Mm-hmm. I don't understand God. Yeah. Was that her exact quote? I don't understand um, God. And yet God's, God wants me to stay married. I do not understand God and do not see why my husband keeps doing whatever he wants without the consequences. I do not understand God. First off, bitch, it's not your place to question it either. Yeah. You don't get to understand him. Too bad. Sorry. Deal with it. You're a woman. Deal. His, his tears are on your finger right now yeah. because, you know. You did it. Because you did it. It's you your did fault. It. He's up on that. He was up on that cross. Eve shouldn't have eaten that apple. It's your fault, bitch. You got made out of a rib. Shut your mouthy mouth. God says so. I cannot imagine a worse scenario to be in than to be trapped in not only my, I guess, cultural beliefs, but in a relationship like this. I also love that they've been separated for six months, but he just comes over to their house whenever. Mm-hmm. Just get the, just get a divorce. Yeah. Get out. There's other Christian dudes um, who are ready to carry over that threshold. Got another letter for you off me. I found one of those dudes. Oh, really? <clears throat> is this like a Christian's misconnection? Like, this is just, people just, people just post up? their bitching about their Christian marriages. Um, this one's called Rest- Restoration of My Marriage by mm. Jones. Restoration of My Marriage. I pray that my wife comes back home so that we can be a family again. Uh-oh. May God touch her and dissolve the hardness and anger in her heart. She has a heart condition. Um, may the grace of God be upon us to reconcile our differences and be together again. I want God to be the Lord and Savior of our marriage. If God is for if God is for us, who can be against us? The devil is a liar. My trust and hope is in the Lord, for he has plans to prosper me and not harm me. I confess all my sins unto the Lord. I pray for his mercy and kindness to be upon my life, my wife, my daughter, and my marriage. I refuse to be a single parent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> May God rise and fight every enemy that is trying to come and to stabilize my marriage. I declare and decree that my marriage is blessed. Peace and joy is our p- portion in Jesus' name. I apply the blood of Jesus Christ over my marriage. No evil can come near my family. May God uproot and consume anything that is not from him in my marriage. I pray that God restore our first love and anything that else has been dead in my life and marriage be brought to life by the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. I celebrate victory today because my prayers have, have to be heard and God is bringing joy and c- gladness in my life and marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> what kind of fucking crazy bl- you just think that is the Dude, jabberings of a madman it really is that's either Harry Potter shit or <laughs> jabberings of a madman I 
When I was a Jizo and the internet was first taking off or whatever, there was a lot of times I would be in like Jesus chat rooms. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Right. And there was a weird kind of convention starting that, well, if we can type here, we can pray here. And that was, <laughs> that's what's lent itself to these things being created. <laughs> and the fact that this is meant to be not only like a letter of like this is what's happening, but also a written prayer, which blows my fucking mind <sighs> as to why people think that's a good idea. Well, prayer doesn't work. We know that as a fact. Oh, of course not. I, I mean, mean, it's all in your head. I mean, it's you're talking to yourself. Yeah. I mean, it can help you feel more affirmed about things, and it can help you um, accept certain things, but that's the same as you said saying to yourself, yeah, okay, chill. The thing I mean, is, like, this same. is... You're talking like, to yourself. It's identical to what's your What's amazing thought. about this is, like, clearly, like, he's like, oh, my, my wife's upset with me, she's angry with me. Um, as opposed to dealing with the problems and being like, because... Clearly, I think this dude is the problem. Oh, dude. Okay, well, first off, the devil's a liar. The devil's Don't blame other people for your... First off, that's slander against Lucifer. Mm. He was the morning star, for crying out loud. Yeah. The only reason he was cast out of heaven, according to mythology, is because he wouldn't bow down to humans. Yeah. The inferior little creatures that God made. It's like, God, what's up? So, quit talking shit about him, first yeah, of all. Yeah, quit talking shit about him. He's, um, he's got his own shit to worry about. Yeah. So, like... Just, I mean, another, this rambling. It's another telling thing, I think, in the middle of that mm -hmm. is when he says something to the lines of, look, may God help anything in my relationship that's poisoning it. Yeah. But then he says something else along the lines of, and anything else that might be wrong, making me think yeah. that he might, the, the, his phrasing of it, and if you can find it, that'd be great. I know it's hard. And, uh, may God uproot and consume anything that is not from him in my marriage. Um, What's the line after that? I pray that God restores our first love and anything that has been dead in my life and marriage be brought to life by the resurrection powers of Jesus Christ. Anything else that's been dead in my life. Yeah. You think he might have a pill problems? Like, oh. yeah, wait a minute. Ooh, hey, this Bring back that first romance we had. Anything else that might be broken in that. Anything else that might be not so great in my life. Something else that's not working. Oh, please. Like, dude, just deal with your shit. Like, stop uploading the shit to Jizo. Like, oh, all this shit. It's like, oh, my, the terrible things in my life. We, If we just believe in God more, it's like, well, okay, okay, God, whatever. How about um, we talk about our problems? Like, you're being kind of a dick, and every time I try yeah. to talk to you, you talk about Jesus. How about, Jesus, he's saved. Blood on, put blood on our marriage. No, don't put blood on our marriage. Let's let's keep the blood off of our marriage. Um, let's just talk about, like, like let's just talk, like, why 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 don't you come home on time? Um, Why did you just, why did you lose your job a month ago? Um, Why why do you call your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> like, let's talk. Look. Blood on our marriage. Put the blood. Um, Jesus, expel me out of <laughs> Give me the huffle waffle, zib zab, zibby bop bop bop. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think if God existed, which it doesn't, that it would care about that. I think if a Christian was yelling, the devil about, is a liar. Yeah, the devil is a liar. God would be like, pass. Like <laughs> you're not cool. You can't sit at the cool kids table. Hey, Jizo nerd. nerd. I don't care. I'm your deity. Just chill with it. The worst. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. Um, if we can speak for a moment about. People spending crazy amounts of money on things. Yeah, we can. Brad, there's a trend, apparently, mm -hmm. of men dropping insane amounts of money on wedding proposals. Now, granted, proposals? I, would hope, I would hope that you were not getting married without consulting this other person and be like, Hey, you want to get married? Though I do know that happens quite often. Fuck that shit. Weirdos just get in their head like, Oh, we've been dating. We should get married. Oh. Or people who, I don't know, people have weird things. So, assuming that that's happening, I know there's a lot of culture around the proposal or engagement question 
is supposed to be like one of the best points of a woman's life beyond the marriage even because it's a story and it, it can you can tell it to your kids or your friends Ugh. and hold it over and pretend to be superior to them it's it's a weird kind of sitch yeah i don't understand it but men are dropping serious cash how much would you pay brad would you pay three thousand five hundred dollars no okay what if i told you that was just for the person that was going to help you to prepare this what is there to prepare proposal? you fucking uh, and also there's a there's like a chance that they could say no oh yeah so I, I just dropped three thousand. I dropped five thousand dollars. No, guess what? Egg on your fucking face. All right, let, let me let me tell you about this. This is what this this is what this guy set up for them. All right. Um, this dude proposed to his lady, his girlfriend, for several months. Notice several, not seven. Mm-hmm. Several could be two or three. Yeah. On the roof of a New York City hotel at sunset, with with hundreds of pages of scattered poetry all over this roof. Ugh. In the sunset, he proposed to her, will you marry me? Got the ring out, got on the knee. Again, pages of poetry flying around in a storm. Ugh. Sunset. Yes, I'll marry you. Immediately whisked away to an amazing ho- to an amazing restaurant in New York called Daniel, uh, where they had dinner in the exclusive skybox served by the executive chef. Like the chef was like, "Hello, guess what? Congratulations on your marriage. I'm gonna personally serve you right now." Kind of weird. Um, and then they took uh, like a, a two weeks just gallivanting around Greece and France, staying in private villas. And uh, honeymoon suites. That's their. That was their engagement. This is stupid. Will you as marry fuck. me? Congratulations. Let's go have a, a, an awesome. So then, what do you do? Let's just go in Europe. Then what do you do for the wedding? They're going to the moon. Yes. <laughs> that's the only way I think they can. He's gonna. I don't know. Do you go around the world? Do you? What we're gonna do is we're going to the future. <laughs> what? Our wedding's in the future. It's a destination. I, I built a time machine. We're gonna get married. We're gonna be the last people to get married on Earth. Hours before it explodes. Oh my god, I love you so much. We've only been together for two months, but I know this is forever. Put on your radiation suit, let's go. Total retail price, $45,000 for their trip. That's before the marriage. That's before the wedding. $3,500 of that was spent on a dude telling this guy this is how you should propose. That's ridiculous. Like, why? Like... Do you not, can you not just and also it's so the thing I don't like it's so one sided it's like it really is it's like I I like I'm gonna do this for you like it should why aren't you doing shit together why don't you plan some kind of weird trip together like it's just the whole like I'm gonna surprise you with this thing and it's gonna be this big elaborate thing that's for, it's it's like gross and sexist and weird on all sides I don't yeah it's weird <laughs> and the whole like the fact that you're supposed to have a story with that because I do know people even who would probably um, identify with being very feminist or even more modern, still have those engagement stories and relish in them. Like, oh yeah, I guess blah, blah, blah. I mean, it can, that's, I mean, that's weird. I don't understand why we have these I mean, antiquated really, we, ideas. I, I get like if we want to do things for like the sake of like, it's like fun traditions. Like, oh, I mean. Well, who doesn't like a good story? Yeah, but I mean, I get that. But like the, uh, the elaborateness, I like, ugh, it's a little, it's a little gross. It is gross. Like, I, and also, like, when we talk about, like, the marriage was, like, hopefully, again, hopefully it's, just, it's people that, like, they've decided to get married ahead of time. And they're like, okay, well, we've pretty much decided this. Maybe we haven't directly said it, but we've pretty much talked oh. about it. Well, let's just assume in 2013 that happened. Like, dude, there's sometimes. But there's sometimes people are just, like, uh, like are, like, really going to make a surprise out of it. And that's 
fucking crazy that that's still sometimes a thing. Do you do you have any? Do you know of any stories that people have? Because I I've heard some wedding proposal stories that are crazy. Ugh. There was a girl we went to high school with, no names mentioned presently, who was a bad relationship in the fact that she wasn't really super Jizo, and she didn't think her husband was until they got married, Ugh. and then they moved away from her hometown, and she has like so many children now by him, and they're like crazy Jizoed. I hope that she got out of that relationship because I Fuck. doesn't matter anyway. Um, her engagement story is they were all together at some weird family event where their families were together. And this was just a total surprise to her. I don't even think they were talking about marriage, which... Uh, Yikes. Ugh. So they were playing a game, and there was like a weird, like, cute thing where you had to close your eyes. So they all played this game, but at one point, she was playing it with her eyes closed, and then, like, everyone got the photographers in, and she was oblivious as to what was happening. And at one point, with her eyes closed and her hands up, he puts a ring on her finger, and she opens her eyes, and all of her family's there, bright lights, because they have, like, professional photographers, and he's on his knees in front of her, and he's like, will you marry me? How do you even handle that? You say no, and yeah. get the fuck out. You get out because it's scary <laughs> as fuck. Why are you going to do something crazy like that? You scream, and then you run in terror. You take that ring off, and you throw it at the fucker, and say, are you insane? Why the fuck are you going to try to surprise me with some shit like this? No, you don't know me. Get the fuck out of my life. Never again farewell. I, I, I know of a lot of weird scavenger hunts that people go on. Oh. Now, it's not, again, I... The whole idea of us creating stories around our lives is great. I mean, sure. that's what we do. I mean, what else is Ramjack but a story between two friends, right? Sure. It's the cutesy kitschy. It's the cutesy kitschy stuff oh, that gets me. Do God. something awesome. Don't just go up to a rooftop at sunset and put like. First off, waste all that paper. What and, about a green wedding? And I like. I don't like the fact that it's. It's like. It's for this event, like, because it's this thing. Like, be creative and just do these things just because. Like, they're, they're doing this for this weird, like, wedding tradition shit. Um, no. Like, that should just be, that should be a serious-ass conversation. Yeah. With, like, legal documents involved. That's what marriage is. Like, you want to do this shit? Do this shit when it's not for some, like, socially prescribed reason. Exactly. That's a good, that's a good mantra to live by. Don't like, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this elaborate thing with poetry flying around and we're going to go on a crazy trip to Villa. Why? Just because I love you, dog. Surprise. Ah. Is this for a thing? No. It's just cause. Ah. That means something. That does mean something. Like, you're doing shit just because, like, society says and then you're going to make it bigger? Fuck that. Fuck society. Say, yeah, that's a red flag in a relationship. Yeah. Does that mean, like, you're, does that mean, like, you're not going to do anything else, like, for the rest of your marriage? It's like, this is, this is it. Yeah. Sorry, this oh, is as good as it gets. That is true, actually, None. probably. Yeah. This Easy coasting from here. Over. I'm going to pick you up and save you from them devils on the threshold, and then we're done. Then it's back to basics. Let's enjoy the next few years of our lives until we decide to get a divorce. Which is inevitable. <laughs> or have a child <laughs> and become miserable. <laughs> or whatever the fuck else we do. Because it's not going to work out. <laughs> Oh, no. It's, it's doomed. <laughs> Brad, I have a question for you. Okay. Mainly for the podcast, but this is from um, an article that we've talked about before. It's so good we're recording it since it's for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Here's the query. I was supposed to get married last June, but my fiancé passed away suddenly. I'm already suspect of what's happening. What do you mean he passed away suddenly? <laughs> he was the love of my life, and I do not know if I will ever be able to even date someone again. My best friend was supposed to be my maid of honor, but of course, we had to cancel everything. Because you can't marry a corpse, thankfully, Yet. in 2013. <laughs> Yet. Until science finds a way. <laughs> well, she's getting married in a few months, and she just showed me the bridesmaid's gown she wants me to wear. It's the exact same one I was going to have my girls, including her, wear at my wedding. She also took my theme, which was a country wedding, uh, 
With these, like, bells of hay decorations. Oh, fuck you. All country music at the reception and etc. I've lived on a ranch my whole life. She's always lived in the city. Okay. Fuck off. Where where did you meet? When I confronted her about it. (laughs) She's never left the city. You've been on a ranch your whole life? (laughs) Uh, Wait, there's holes in this story, My Facebook friend, who is going to be my bridesmaid. Is your your fiancé even dead? Is this all a lie? When I confronted her about it, she said, well, you're never getting married. And I liked the idea, so I thought I would do it. Yeah. How can I walk down the aisle at my wedding, but not be the bride? Fuck you! Should I step down from maid of honor and leave her in a lurch? Or be the friend I wish she was? Brad, I don't understand a goddamn thing happening in this life. I don't either. <laughs> fuck off. It's a dress and a fucking wedding theme. Hey, guess what? Nobody gives a fuck what your wedding theme is. Like, it's like about people. Like, what is your fucking deal? Ugh. I'm glad your fiancé died. My fiancé died. Again, I f- suspect foul play in a Definitely. I'm so emotionally broken up with that, I don't know if I could love again. Well, or even try. First off, give it six months. Yeah. Maybe... I want to give you the benefit of the doubt and say maybe five years. Sure. Let's just say that because maybe you have emotional hangups or something. Right. But average people, oh no, six months done. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm online like looking at like, hey I'm ready to mingle and single. I'm a country girl. Um, I like things <laughs> that are the worst. Do you like things that are terrible? Join me. So I've never left my ranch though. I only communicate um, to friends outward via Skype. <laughs> But then she has a problem with her friend taking her theme? Like, what? If your friend liked it, let her have it. Yeah, why? What is your deal? You've ar- First of all, you've already said that you're never going to get married. So you're never going to use this. So what the fuck does it matter? Also, I don't think you originated bales of hay and shitty country music. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a thing already. And what about this other... What about your friend's husband? Maybe he's super into the country and it's yeah. city boy meets... I mean, country boy meets city girl, and he was like, well, you know what? Maybe we should have a country wedding. Yeah. She's like, I like that. My friend almost had a theme like that. It might make her feel better. See, I don't know any of the situations behind this. I also love that she confronts her friend. Why is there a confrontation? Yeah, there's no problem here. Like, this is dumb. If it makes you uncomfortable, then maybe don't do it. But at the same time, rethink why it makes you uncomfortable. Because you're a bitch? Because you're kind of a bitch. Yeah. I, I, it's just too soon. It's just, I need time to get over this, and she's just taking my theme. How can she get married at my wedding? Bitch, it ain't your wedding. Your fiance is he either left, either he died, died. and is now living it up with Brad in Mexico. That's or right. He's friends with Woo! Brad, and that guy's getting the place ready for when Brad, you know, yeah. makes it down to Mexico. Definitely. Kermit, we're here for you. Um, because you're a bitch. I don't understand. Yeah. This is so weird. Fuck you. Also, like, um, friend that's getting married, get better friends. Seriously. Like, your friends suck. I mean, but you're also getting married at a country hoedown wedding, which is lame as fuck. Yeah, that's... So, I mean, I, I mean I'm questioning you already as well. Don't think you're getting out of this. Like, ooh, nightmares. I will say that the response that this website had to this woman's email is the exact opposite of what we just said. What did like, she say? Like, almost verbatim. What is... What... Um, she talks about how worst friend ever, how you need to be the better person here and get new, better friends. Oh, whatever. Fuck off. They also mention how creepy it is that your best friend or maid of honor would try to have a wedding just like yours, which I would say maybe the person who wrote this email or this question into this website maybe is leaving out a lot of details that would probably separate this and make this more normal because... 
that sense. So weird. Like that sense is weird. So your friend has similar taste than you. That's why you're friends. Yeah, you both like shitty country shit, and like sitting on bales of hay. Which guess what? Nobody likes sitting on a bale of hay. No, it's gross. Yeah, I'm gonna wear. Oh, I'm gonna wear my nice clothes to this wedding and sit on hay. Fuck off. People that have allergies. Um, also, there's bugs. It's outdoors. This is shit. This is the. This is why I don't go to weddings because it's fucking bullshit. Oh, let's put let's let's have a let's have a display of food outside for all of our guests with bugs flying in it. Great. No 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 no. I'll go drink fucking garbage soda. Fuck. <laughs> I I'd also like to say that this is the same thing as like look I was about to get married but my but my fiance died. Um, trying to get over it. My friend's getting married and she's playing music at her wedding. Yeah. What the fuck? How can I dance at my wedding when music is being played? Fuck you. Ugh, fuck get, you. Oh, get over your fucking entitlement, bitch. Brad, I got another question for you. Bring it. That I really think you might enjoy. I live in Manhattan, and I have a very good friend with an adorable 11-month-old child. I don't think that exists, but okay. I love my friend, and I think her baby is great. The problem is that she brings that baby everywhere. I'm not just talking brunch. That baby comes to girls' night out, Ugh. to parties, gross, even to bars until the wee hours of the morning. Ah, we can't have a conversation that isn't interrupted by constant by a constant stream of baby chatter or crying. Why is your baby at a bar? <laughs> when we have something, your baby to a bar. When we That's have hilarious. when Ugh. we have gently mentioned to her that maybe uh, X event isn't the best place to bring her child. She gets extremely defensive. Fuck that. Frankly, bitch. that baby is both a buzzkill and a cock blocker for us single gals in a group. Yeah. In the group, and I'm over it. Yeah, agreed. How do I let her know? <laughs> How do I let her know she needs to get a sitter or stay at home without hurting her feelings? Fuck her feelings. Tell the bitch to stay home with the kid. Yeah. She's already, like, uh, she's a. Because she's desperately trying to hold on to her life before she had a child. Like, sorry, you had a kid. You made your fucking choice. Deal with it. You don't get to ruin everybody else's life because you got a fucking baby. It's gross. There are certain environments I don't think, like, infants should even be at for certain things. I mean, yeah. come on. You're, I don't begrudge her trying to have a life outside of that, but be a parent first, maybe? You don't take because... your kid to a bar. There's drunk people at bars. You know what happens at bars? Shit happens. That's why you get the coolers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What if there's a roadhouse situation? Your baby is gonna get its head smashed in, and you're gonna—they're gonna be like, "Why do you have your baby at a bar?" Because I'm the worst mom. Yeah. Plus, it's in family with your other friends. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, okay, you go up to hit up on—you go up to a bar because it's a really attractive. You've been making eyes all night. You go up to her and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And the first thing she opens her mouth is like, "You know, nothing." And all of a sudden, you're like, "Way, way, way!" You're out. Definitely. Because you're immediately thinking. <gasps> Ooh. Why is there a baby at a bar? Oh, it's your friend's baby? Oh, she's bringing it out. Pass. Goodbye. Super pass. Later. Fast pass. Mm. Goodbye. I'm talking about a buzzkill. The worst. Oh, fuck your friend. Your friend is the worst friend. Your friend should really... I mean, find a sitter. Ugh. Or stay at home with your baby. That yeah. kid's gonna grow up smoking and playing poker by, like, kindergarten. Because all they do is hang out in bars. And then when he gets married someday, it's gonna be a gambler, and it's gonna leave its wife to go gamble with his pops. <laughs> or with its moms at the bar. Kindergarten. What do you want to drink for lunch? We got milk, we got orange juice. How about a bourbon barrel? Mm. What? How did, how do you know that? Raising bars on my life. Yeeks. <laughs> these questions of these things are absolutely insane. I, now that we've taken this 
this tour of weddings, Brad, mm-hmm. and I really got into the the heart of these things. This this um, ceremony, mm-hmm. this important time in life. Right. I think we're ready. Hey guys, it's that super special time that only happens once in our lifetime. We're gonna take one final trip with those crazy kids from Saved by the Bell, slash Saved by the Bell the college years, and have a wedding in Vegas! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happened. Oh man, where to begin? Um, I'm not sure if the show knows where to begin, really. Um, hmm. I think what we need to begin with is a summary. We can do that. We gonna do the standard fare? I think so. I mean, even though we're going against our normal trend of uh, Belvedere and Bell, this, this episode we're focusing it's purely special, on the wedding. Alex, I think you volunteered um, earlier oh. just to take this one on your own. So Alex, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a minute to summarize a little movie okay. called Say by the Bell. Give me a, a lot Wedding of stuff Vegas. happens in this. Yes. How long does this movie run? It's um, got to be an hour and 40, right? About an hour and a half, yeah. It's, 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 it's feature length. It's feature length. Hmm. Easily able to be broken into three parts to be aired on TBS. <laughs> um... I think I'm ready. All right, you ready for this? Let's do it. Okay, you will be going in three, two, one, go. The guys are under heavy fire in the forest. It's the red team versus blue team, and our boys are on the blue team. They happen across three men from the opposing team, and Zach, Slater, and Screech, uh, showing a camaraderie and a, I guess, lubricated force, un- unseen in the rest of the Saved by the Bell, surround the enemy, and Zack, through some weird sign language, gets Screech and Slater to jump out of the woods and then shoot the enemy. Down goes Red Team. The guys are celebrating. There's a marriage involved. Let's reminisce about old times. Wait a minute. We reminisce a little bit too much because uh, apparently Slater doesn't know math. And there's fucking three more dudes on the Red Team! Our guys are captured. It's so bad, um, but suddenly they remember their old Three Stooges routine. Um, Zack and Slater start fighting in front of the firing squad before their deaths. Uh, Screech fumbles, uh, does a flip on the ground, grabs the gun, shoots the red team, and it's uh, and that's that's the beginning of Saved by the Bell. Oh, and Zack and Kelly get married at some point. Okay, Alex, oh, great job. Uh, uh, one minute, three seconds. You went all over. I mean, I... Uh, it's hard. You, I mean, they I gave me so much at the beginning to get so through, much, so and much so much action-packed. Mm-hmm. But I think, you, I think you did a great job. I think you really, I mean, really yeah. captured you captured the heart of it. Paint war scene. Mm-hmm. Paint war. Paint war. Paint war. And the wedding. That's it. Yeah. That's all that really happens. Right. <sighs> oh man! I didn't realize it would be the shortest episode recap we ever did. I. Ooh. Was this scene added for time? Now, this is what we're told in the Facebook group, is that apparently this scene was was added to kind of pad things out. It does um, seem disjointed time. from the cinematography of the rest of it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it seems... quality difference. Unnecessary. Yeah, and, and it's a really weird ADR'd. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't understand, like, what was this a part of? They did film it for the movie, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay, just making sure. I didn't know if there was some other, like, there was another potential movie between the wedding and that where they all go to, like... The apocalyptic paint. movie where they yeah. where they fight paint wars. Yeah. Yeah. Defo. Paint wars? Paint, paint wars. I don't like that. And who are these red teams? And how did they, like, forget about the three other dudes? 
Like, oh, we got, we, we, yes, we got all three of the dudes. Oh, wait, we forgot about the other three dudes on that team. No, wait, the important question is how does Slater forget about the other three dudes? Mm. I mean, come on, Slater. Come on, Slater. What's going on? I do love that when they do circle the enemy and Zack kind of gives them, like, the hold signal from up on the little hill. Mm. Slater's like, yeah, I get it. I got all these signals. But then he signals a Screech, and it looks like Screech doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. He's just like, what? Now, I don't know if that's shock on the maneuver they're about to pull or what. But it is weird. Yeah. So uh, we do that. Now let's jump over. Let's go back. Let's see what's happening back in the Palisades. Um, we're at Zach's house, which we're seeing like his dining room, which is weird. It is weird. It's weird to see that. Uh, we see his moms. We see his dad, the champion of acting, back in full form. This dude is. This dude is like one of our greatest actors. I also like to say that this is the mother and father that were on the original Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Which is neat. I didn't expect moms to be back, which she is. But dad, we knew he was coming back. Of course. I mean, come on. Um, it's the first time we really see Zach's house outside of his room. Mm-hmm. Zach's got... They're living pretty nice. I don't know what dad does, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta think about like the kind of money they throw out. First of all, Zach Morris having that cell phone back in the 80s when he did. You know they got some monies. Mm. Especially and, since Lisa, whose father is rich, can only afford a, a lame car phone for her. Well, he does, yeah, but he does buy her a car as well. Nah. It's secondhand. It breaks down halfway through the desert trip. It does, but she just got the car. Like, she's home visiting and he buys her a car. True. So, I don't know. But, like, I mean, you know they got to have money just because, like, the amount of money they spend on costumes and chicanery. Oh. Like, that I costs some time. I love that you call her co- her outfits every day at Bayside costumes. No, no, they no, really no, no, no. I meant, like... I think of all the times they, they dress up as old people. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. I'm all of that, yeah. <laughs> so I that's mean, kind of fun. Got to come from somewhere. Like the amount they spend on trench coats alone. Like all of these kids. I also love this. The first time we see Zach's outside of his place on the way back from Paint Wars, because mm-hmm. all the guys are like, there's a lot of camaraderie, and they're like, yeah, we're getting married. Yeah, cool, whatever. Let's go. As they before they go back to Zach's house and drop mm-hmm. him off, they yes. make a stop by a familiar place. <laughs> <laughs> they go and scheme around uh, Bayside. Just what, hanging out. Dude, you ju- you graduated less than a year ago, Guys, maybe. I- can you believe that just 11 months ago, we were here for four years? Yeah, dude, you're back for some reason. Why? Yeah. Why are you, what are you doing Why back? You might go back on your 10-year. You're definitely going to back on your 20. Why the fuck are you going back 11 months later? Yeah. Like, are you scamming on like senior girls? Like, what are you doing? Like, classes is still in session. There's still students like rolling around. Like, I, I don't even think you're. I don't believe that your college semester is over, dude. No. Well, we're led to believe it's not. What do you think about Bayside from the outside? Kind of wacky. Kind of whack. I I thought it. I I, I didn't see I the max. Thought, I was like, could we yeah. not just stop in the max? <laughs> like, I know we can't because like it's weird enough st- stopping in Zach's room, which is now an actual room instead of a shitty, um, set. It just looks weird, but if we had started like, uh, like trying to redo the max into a real thing, that would have been fucking bonkers, dude. Well, I expected them to pan over and see the max sign. Like that right. would have been the subtlety. I'd have been like, okay, nice, w- yeah, well done, wink, good wink. They also start bragging about like statistics. Yeah, I don't remember what Slater said. I, I, whether it was like I pin and cream so many dudes here. So many. I got. I hold the record for pinning and creaming at Bayside. Check Z- the bathroom stalls. It's on the wall. Exactly. Like I. I did. I kissed so many girls here. Screech is like. I got. I beat you both. I got stuffed in the most lockers. You know what, Screech? No one's gonna break that record. Cool. I guess. Yeah. Let's go back. Let's go this back. Is, to the crib. This is sad. It really is. Let's go back and pack for Vegas. Yeah. 
at the dinner table with his parents, Zach is met with continued kind of, I guess, uh, pleading by his parents, don't fucking get married. Yes, like, sensible talk. And again, I, I, I mean, I know we talked about it before, but this dude, this guy, is like, he's stealing the oh, scene. Oh, yeah, Golden Globe nominated like, Zach's father. He's fucking just like a master, it's a master class. Like, just the acting chops. He is just, he is fucking just acting. Like, I'm like, fuck. Zach, you don't get married. If this guy says don't get married, just don't get married. Like, he knows shit. Dude, but Zach has got $1,200 in the bank. Ooh. Okay, I don't know how he got some more money since the college, but okay. No, because he had that money from from the uh, the savings bond from his grandmother. I thought they spent it all. Did no, they not? T- no. I thought they had spent it. I thought they blew it on something. Oh, wait, they did, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they blew it on they stuff. They spent on all on the fucking... On that shitty apartment. I guess maybe they maybe they backed out of that apartment. Yeah, surely they did. They probably, like, collapsed and they got their money back. Or they just, like, stole it back from Stingray. Well, we know Kelly will steal things from people after she gives it to them. More on that in a minute. Mm. Or a few minutes. But the parents are like, don't go. Zach's mom's like, look, your dad doesn't support this. I, got, I support you, but I gotta stand by your dad. I can't give you any money. And Zach's like, I don't want your money. I just want you to be at the, the wedding. Can't be at the wedding. <laughs> it's like, like, what is happening behind closed doors? Yeah, it, the like, way that she's acting, Brad and I looked at each other and thought abuse. Definitely. She wants Zach to get out, just so she wants him to get married, so he'll just get out and away just from get this. Get away. And when the kids, there's a nod kind of convention, or at least I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an excuse for a lot of people who are married to wait until the kids are out of the house to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. That could be what Zach's mom's waiting on. Yeah, definitely. It also makes you wonder if maybe like. Zach's whole being able to stop time, that all that like that fantasy is just a way to escape the abuse. Oh, it's in his head. That's because he never uses it in this episode. No, or this arc, this movie. Because he's escaping. He's escaping the cycle. He's getting out from under his father, his mm. abusive father, mm. his abusive like amazingly talented father. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, like the, we, there's two there's two performances dealt in this film that are and that he is one of them. Did Zach get a DUI or did he uh, crash? The episode his father was on on the old school Bayside. Uh, um, no, that was uh, um, they had been drinking and then like I think they uh, they just wrecked Lisa's car and they were trying to fix it. Okay, they and wrecked he caught Lisa's on, car. and then we saw those acting chops for the first time and got blown away. Yeah, just taking us back to the, I'm just giving some context for this awesomeness yes. and also maybe I don't know maybe hinted that Zach was abusing that I don't know mm. I don't want to take it too dark but the sh- but, but the knows? movie lends itself to that and it hints. Yes. I want to say Zach's mom, when she says, you know, just get out of here, she looks at the camera for briefest of seconds and winks. And I don't know if that was Zach's, Mm -hmm. if it runs in the family as far as that, or what. But anyway. Turtle and Kelly roll up. Best dress, worst dress. Uh, Come on. Kelly Kapowski is fucking owning this. The entire movie, Kelly Kapowski is on point. She doesn't wear a bad outfit. No. She looks fucking good. Yeah, she does. Also, pretty sure she got some work done. Oh, we know she got some work done. I think we can verify records. Definitely. Um, I want to say there was was some time between when they finished filming the new class. I'm not new class. uh, The college years in this movie. Mm -hmm. I know that one of them, I know, aired between 93 and 94. And this movie was debuted in 94 so maybe there was a six months lapse before they started filming and maybe or maybe if they filmed it they couldn't have filmed it directly after the college years they look different uh slater's got like straighter not curly hair through some of this which is interesting mm-hmm. screech has got a haircut turtle still looks good um but kelly looks totally different 
This is also before her stint on 90210, like pretty, pretty immediately before. So she got, she's got her hair cut shorter. She may have had some work done. The original run of College Years ended in February of 94. The film uh, came out October of 94. Ooh. So, yeah, there's like, I mean, there's like maybe like six months in between when they probably finished filming one and started the other. And, uh... They got into fighting shape for this. <laughs> they really did. Though I do know that from one of the, from what I have read about Dustin Diamond's, I guess tell all of his life and Saved by the Bell mm -hmm. that Zach actually did take steroids before the college years. Oh, yeah. And you can tell, like, he, like... Dude, he, yeah, he beefed up big time. Yeah. And his, so, his face got all huge. Yeah. Now, he stopped it, I'm assuming, but right. still. They're all in their fighting weight, but Kelly, yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen looks really good. Yes, she does. Amazing. So they're all packed. They're ready to go. Zach and Kelly can't stay away from each other, and it really pisses Slater off. He's like, he guys, yeah. quit kissing and let's get in the cars. Preppy, get in the goddamn Jeep. Just stop kissing her and get in my car. I'm so glad we're taking separate cars. I get can't off those lips and into my car. <sighs> so, um, uh, it's a race to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Kelly and Turtle are in a convertible, the brand new uh, Beamer that Turtle's father bought her. Mm -hmm. Dr. Turtle. Dr. Turtle. My apologies. Please, let's use his title. The HD. Um, and the boys riding three deep in Slater's car, like his... SUV, yeah, the, Jeep thing. But Zach drives it, which is weird. Slater drives it for a little bit, because Zach's looking at the map, I think, or whatever. Okay. Because they also stop on the side of the road, because as we know, Zach can't have Kelly too far away from him, or he can't gets do nervous. It. Can't do it. Um, so he's like, I can't see them, I can't see them behind us, I can't see them behind us, we gotta pull over, we gotta pull over, I gotta call them. Creepy. The phone's ringing, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Oh, hey, Kelly, what's up? Hey, where are you guys at? I can't see you, silly. Well, we're, um, we're, we're, we're on the highway. We're, like, not that far behind you. Well, I don't want you getting lost. Zach, calm the fuck down. I'm pretty sure the interstate runs from L.A. to Vegas, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not that hard to get there. It's not that hard. But, uh, so Turtle's like, well, hey, calm the fuck down. We're going to get there. In fact, we'll beat you there. First one there has to buy dinner. So now the challenge is on. They honk the horn. They drive right past them. Why did these dummies even get off the fucking road? <laughs> It's so dumb. So they, they get back in the car. They start talking about very um, very topical mm -hmm. cultural references. Definitely. And they all kind of have their own opinion. I know uh, Slater and Zach asked the... I think Zach asked the question, who's the, base, who's the best baseball player? And they both, Slater and Zach, look at each other and like, Barry Bonds. Oh, and Barry. they kind of do like this like high five-ish yeah. like holding hands thing, which Slater holds a little too long. A little too long. And then Dustin Diamond, of course, screeches all like, well, who's the best chess player of our age? And look at him like, dude, shut up. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, could could the greatest chess player of our age really compete with Barry Bonds, the greatest baseball player, like of all the great things he did for the sport? I mean, you know Brad. Oh, Could you tell us some facts just, as far as what he's done? I mean, he's done so many. Th I don't. Even, I wouldn't even know where to start. I wouldn't know where to start. He was always hitting them and throwing them and getting all the points for the team. For I, the team. He, That's the thing. He's a real team player. Nice. Is the thing. You know, a lot of baseball players they're in it for themselves. Old Barry was, he was a team player. I do know that he went on to inspire Kanye West to write a song called Barry Bonds. Yeah. Which basically meant, yeah. And who's a bigger team player than Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> so, but they also talk about, like, who's the best, like, there's another question which yeah, it I was can't like, remember. No, no, it was like, um, it was like, there was action heroes, and it was like Steven Seagal oh. versus Dolph Lundgren. And I'm I like, fuck you, Steve Seagal, fuck Steven Seagal. 
Yeah. Or no, it was, I think it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was, because I wondered, well, where's fucking Arnold and yeah. Stallone? Yeah. I think we maybe came in late on this list and they were throwing out a lot of hopefully, names. Hopefully, because fucking Steven Seagal was not placed on that fucking list. Fuck Seagal. But then Screech says something, right? Like, he does something. He yeah. names some hero, and they're like, Screech, what are you talking about? How? Why are you here again? Terrible. Um, but then they all agree on who's the hottest swimsuit model present. Yeah. Do you remember what her name was? God, who was it? It was like, it was Elle McPherson or... It I was think so. It was, it was somebody, I mean, it, it, made, it made sense in the 90s, but now I'm just like, oh, yeah. But they all say that it was in a tandem. Thing. Like, even Screech is like... Yeah. Fearson, man. <sighs> and we and Brian are like, whatever. Fair enough. Old Kelly times. and Turtle are talking wedding in the other car. Yeah. So much that uh, Kelly's like, you know, Zach, he just cannot talk... He keeps asking me about this dress. We we talk about we look through magazines. I got fifty wedding. He's magazines. more excited about the wedding than I am. Turtle is immediately like, oh, yeah, right. I don't believe it. I know Zach's tricks. Zach is lying. He's fucking lying. Like, hey Turtle, you know you're all in route to her wedding. Like, if you have any doubts <laughs> you're about a this, race to the wedding. <laughs> you're racing to Kelly's wedding. I think they're fast enough. Like, I get that, like, you may want to, like, put the brakes on this and, like, hey, guys, don't you think you're too young for this? But first of all, you flew to California College School University to, like, get involved in this. So you've already kind of put in, you've already signed off on this event. So maybe it's, maybe in route is a little too late to try to put on the brakes. Like, I think it's time to stop questioning shit. Because now you're just instigating, you fucking bitch. But that's what she does. (sighs) Um, I know later at some point in the movie... Someone says something about overhearing something and maybe, like, not wanting to spread gossip. And then, like, there's an odd uh, immediate cut over to Turtle who kind of rolls her eyes like, Bitch, please. That's what I do is I gossip. Yeah. But it's so quick. And if you weren't, I mean, if you were in the know, like, if you've been watching Saved by the Bell since you were young and maybe did a podcast on it, Mm -hmm. you look at your co-host and, like, nice. Um, They got this shit. But, yeah, because she doesn't even talk. All it is is these other characters talking and then immediately goes to her and she's like, Please, and then it goes back to other ones. See, that's, I love that. That's the kind of subtlety that maybe Damon Lindelof should learn from. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't necessarily have to like telegraph everything. Like, could Damon Lindelof please take a fucking lesson from Saved by the Bell wedding in Vegas? <laughs> you fucking hack asshole. That'll be the next Star Trek. It'll be modeled after Vegas. Please. Like, it, it's not going to be worse. Spock, I don't think you and Ahura should get married. Well, the first one that gets to the Klingon homeworld gets to decide. All right. Now it's going to Diamond Heist. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Turtle's car breaks down. In the desert? Yeah. Like, they're not even on the interstate anymore. They're yeah. just like, why did we get off the highway? Because you're idiots? Why the <laughs> yeah. fuck did you get off the highway? And, um, because they were doing this race thing now, and, um, Zack and Screech and Slater have also gotten off the highway and taken a shortcut. Zack shortcut, which is the worst. It's, yeah. I don't know much about cars, Brad. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty Please, sure... Please, this podcast is all about honesty. I'm pretty sure that a Beamer has a better engine than than Slater's SUV. Mm-hmm. It's lighter. I think it would be... I think it would beat them to Vegas in a speed Alex, test. Alex, there's something you're forgetting about. What's up? Women drivers! <laughs> I do forget about that. They just break cars. Because they don't get them. Like, we They do. really don't. Like, we get them. We get them. We, we get them. We got it. It's like, oh, I've got a penis. I can make this machine work. I know all the levers and the and all the belts and the. I got oh the transmission. Ah, so uh, I got why, check all these fluids. Ah. Uh, so is that why Zach 
purposefully stops on the side of the road to get them, like, to make them feel like they got a head start mm -hmm. because he knows it's in the bag. Yeah, right. Because two women to Vegas in a car in that's a brand car? new. <sighs> Can't do it. Can't do it. If you don't have testicles, there's no way you can run a car correctly. Now, I will say this. I'm a little disappointed in the fact that they cheat. Mm -hmm. Because Kelly and Turtle, off the highway, can't use Turtle's phone. They don't have any 3Gs out there, let alone there's, 4Gs. There's not a single G. Not out there in the 90s? <laughs> no. I don't even, yeah, like a single, they're not even on edge. Like, they don't know what the fuck they're, they're doing. Nothing. They got nothing. You know what they do have? They help the help of um, a guy that teaches classes at a Native American school in the middle of the desert that dresses like a crazy person hmm. and might be a murderer. So they have the... Uh, huh. So Jonathan Larroquette rolls over. <laughs> <laughs> like, from the desert. I think they're like... I mean, yeah. The, the engine is smoking at this yes. point. Like, who knows what's happened. I think they're like, man, what are we going to do? And then from the desert, like a mirage comes out... You know, Jonathan, Lorcat. Jonathan Lorcat. Like, this hey, crazy Fabio-looking dude. Yeah. Chest, like, shirt open. I mean, looking good for a... I mean... Sure. Long hair, bluest eyes, like, tans. Like, what's up? Hey. You guys all right? I just came off the res. And Turtle, <laughs> Turtle's immediately freaked out. It's like, um, we're fine, creepy guy that wandered out of the desert wearing weird faux Native American-type things. Kelly's been away from Zach for 30 minutes at this point and is already trying to think about what's where's my next... Yeah. Like, Zach's gone, got to upgrade. So she she's like, about to blow this dude. And she looks so fucking good. Yeah, she does. She's got on, like, these nice khaki pants. And even though they're high, it's because they have, like, built-in suspender things. Mm -hmm. And then she's got that nice, like, blue shirt underneath it. Like, it, the whole ensemble compliments very Super well. Foxy. So she's like, all right, hey. Super foxy. Hey, stranger, what's up? Hey, whoa. Well, uh, I was just, you know, on my way out of town. I turned to ride because I was, I was teaching classes at this uh, Native American school. I do that. Um, then for the summers, I go uh, to Vegas and make money. But uh, what's your problem here? Oh, it looks like it's a belt. I can fix that. You can fix a belt? Yeah. Just give me your belt. Take off your clothes, turtle. And Turtle's like, what? This is like a thousand dollar belt. No, you're not gonna... It's not a thousand dollar just, belt. Just give me the belt. But no, it's my really expensive belt. It's mine. You can't Kelly's take like, it. Just, just give him the belt. <laughs> so so Turtle starts taking off her clothes. He takes her belt and like cuts it up and fashions a belt for the car. Yeah. That works. I'm sorry, MacGyver. I don't fucking think so. I don't know how this belt would cause the car to overheat. But okay, so so he uses that and fashions a belt to go in this BMW. Yeah. Um, that precision work. machine. Yeah. Um, he's gonna use her expensive fashion belt. Hey man, he's learned a lot. Cool. And her her eight dollar a gallon bottled water. Why are you saying it's eight dollars a gallon? You didn't buy it by the gallon. You have like two two liters. Yeah. Or two liters. Yeah. Listen, jokes about expensive water. I know it's the '90s, and we're just starting to deal with the fact that you can buy water, <laughs> and people are weirded out by it. But guess what? It's a fucking thing. So Kelly is and like, a few, and like now nowadays, like if you sh if we showed this to a kid now, they would not understand. What is she talking about? Why are they making a joke about buying water? No, it was a different time. Eight dollars for people. water? Well, Fiji was a lot cheaper, right? There was an economy that is. Look, there's something called inflation, kids. Don't worry oh boy. about it. Oh boy. A gallon. <laughs> like. Sorry, we were dumb back then, kids. I'm, kids. I'm very sorry. We didn't know it was up. We didn't know shit. We were so dumb. And again, girls don't know shit about cars. Break right. down, and a dude has to come save them. Right. From the res. He's dude just from like, the res. Hey, white dude from the res. Yeah. 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 Hey, the white guy goes to go in and teach the Native American savages. Hey. <laughs> 
I fixed, give me a belt. Cool. Give me that water. Let's go to Vegas. So I'm a brave heart. So yeah, right. So they all uh, pile in the car, and Turtle, I mean, it's obvious that Turtle kind of likes this dude. I mean, who wouldn't? He's dreamy. Well, she's suspicious, though. Yeah, uh, but she's, obviously, yeah. she should be suspicious. Like, I think she's more suspicious of the fact that Kelly's about to blow the dude. Oh, yeah. And she's like, well, listen, he could be a murderer. Maybe we shouldn't give him a ride. Come on, Turtle. Come on. Uh, I mean, he fixed the car. I mean, all right. I'm sitting in the back with him. Hey, scoot over. <laughs> no, but um, he does sit in the back, and yes. I love when they pull off. He puts his hands in the air like, yay! I'm a hero! I'm the hero! I've never been in a convertible! This is nice! So he's in the back. That's that's his that's his seat. Because later on, he always jumps in the back whenever they're in the convertible. Yes. Uh, I've, I've, I've taught the Native American children, and now I've fixed the black woman's car. <laughs> I'm on top! Who What's next, Vegas? What other minorities can I go and be, and be the benefactor of? <laughs> so the girls are on the way to Vegas. Yes. The boys are not so lucky. No. On Zach's shortcut, they get stopped by the cops? Oh no, he's been he was going 85 in a 65? In the desert? Yeah, in California. Who the There's fuck cares? There's no one there! Yeah. First of all, how did you get caught? Like, where... What stupid trap did you jump through? Like, be smart, dummy. It's the worst. But this sheriff rolls out, and this dude is a monster. Yeah. Like, he is scary as fuck. It's this gross boss hog wannabe... Like, small-town hick sheriff, and he's the grossest. Why does he use his handkerchief to dust off the front of his car and then to pat his face I don't of know. sweat? I don't know. That seemed like an odd decision. It was scary. Like, I thought he was going to molest them. Like, I really thought it was Boss Hog for a second. Yeah. But because I have no... I have no connections to um, what is the show Boss Hog was on? Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. I could not. I couldn't guess. So I had tried to look it up on IMDb, but then I was losing parts of the story, so I decided not to. But they're in Slater's vehicle. Slater has lost the registration to his car. Yeah. He. Oh, sorry. I was cleaning the car last week. I guess I threw it out. You threw out the registration? Really, dog? Are you just trying to get up in a jail cell with Zach Morris? So Slater sees an opportunity to pause the wedding. We're guessing. Um, at one point, the cop has given them a lot of, given them a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know how long it takes a car to stop at 85 miles per hour? Screech has the numbers immediately. And the, the cop says, kid, are you trying to be smart? And Screech says, no, nah, I was just calculating it, dog. And this is the first time when Screech's smarts are actually displayed at any point during the whole fucking say by the bell anything. <laughs> because he actually brings up real facts. Well, yeah, if it takes this long for the car to stop, and I was just doing, you know... The eight feet per second stopping thing on the brakes, duh. Yeah, I mean, come on. So the the cop doesn't know how to really respond to this. He's like, okay. Can I just say, um, this uh, gross sheriff dude, um, he will be appearing in the 1988 episode commentary of Mr. Belvedere. Wow. He will be playing Mr. Franklin. So guys, uh, keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> Mr. Pat Corley hasn't done much. But it's awesome that now we have a connection to Saved by the Bell universe yes. between this and that. It's all tied together perfectly. Finally! I mean, who could ask for anything more? Even on the final episode slash movie slash um, roller coaster ride. He was also in a movie called Alexander, The Other Side of Dawn. Whoa. I bet that's your jam. It will be after. I mean, it will be tonight. I'm going to go find that on Netflix. Make it all come together. <laughs> so, the police officer has to run the plates. He decides to do things by the book, and he arrests them? Yeah. He says, uh, sorry, we got a call in about this car. Uh, we ran these plates. It says it's a stolen car. 
How? So there's there's a couple of possibilities here. One, he's just because they don't have the registration, he's just trying to fuck them over. That's what I'm assuming is happening. Or what I was actually assuming the whole time was that Zach's father had like called in. Yeah, and that like, would have been Fucked awesome. them over. But it was Slater's car. Yeah. So did Slater's father call? Who knows? Like, was there a scene cut out where Slater was on um, Turtle's phone when they were still in the parking lot? Call the police in five minutes. Mm. We gotta stop this wedding, Dad. Thank you so much. It's so great that you can come together and support me on what I really want to do. I really appreciate it. We're gonna get him. <laughs> Son, you know I don't support your lifestyle, but if you think that stopping this wedding will make you happy, I'll see, I'll put in a call and say the car was stolen. Just get rid of that registration. Oh my god, Dad, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So right, son, please. Rip, rip, oh, rip. In god. the trash. Oh, I'm oh. so excited. Oh, I'm gonna oh, get married in Vegas. Gross. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it is weird when he says, Re I, Registration? Huh? What's that? I mean, I must have thrown that away when I cleaned out the card today. I mean, yep. last week. Is that important? And then, like, then this sheriff dude starts his little bit, which is the grossest thing. He's like, no registration. Oh, that's a big no-no. Dude, don't say no-no. That's so gross. No-no. Ah! I grossed myself out saying it. <laughs> ah, like, don't, no, Brad, don't get grossed stop. out. That's a no-no. Sorry, Alex. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. You getting grossed out on the podcast? That's one of my big old no-no's. <laughs> Fuck you. You're the worst. You're a monster. <laughs> okay, so so they he they're they've been booked. Yes. Da Dano booked them. Because or there is a guy in the sheriff's office named Dano. Is it Dano or Danny? No, it's it, his name actually says Dano. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he does turn around and you see it on the tag. Yeah. And you're like, alright. Very funny. Um sure. they're not cuffed anymore. Because I assume, and they keep asking things like, well, just write us a ticket. And they're like, nah, let me run the plates. And But they get, like, photographed for being arrested or, like... Mm. Well, they're processed. I mean, they're put in the jail. True, but that's before they get put into jail. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to... But there was... Well, I know, yeah, they have to process them. But the processing photographs of them getting, like, photographed was before they even decided to put them in jail. Because then the police, uh, well, they, boss hall comes over, our monster comes well, over being, and says, good news, bad news. They, well, they were, they were being arrested for suspicion of, of, um, of, uh, Grand Theft Auto. But then they, then they process them, take them in, and then they're like, oh, by the way, we got a call. That was definitely a stolen car. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So that's a big no-no. That's a big no-no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got some good news and I got some bad news. I got some no-no bad news. <laughs> the no-no bad news is this car is stolen. The good news is my wife's making pie for dinner. <laughs> You're having pie for dinner, dog? Cool. Maybe you should just, like, have a shower for dinner and stop saying no-no. <laughs> that's a no-no. Say you want me to stop saying no-no? <laughs> that's a big old. That's my number one big old no-no. Stop it! Stop it! Please! You're a grown man! They're in the jail. A pedophile immediately in the cell beside them runs up to the side of, like, to the wall and just kind of posts up. He's like, nice. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like Danny DeVito in, it, really. in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, he's so creepy looking. Doesn't say a thing, no. but definitely Zion them but it's, Yeah, just checking them out. So, we have that one guy from Home Improvement. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Not McGurk. Right. The other one. The other one. Y'all keep it down. You're getting on my nerves. Ah. So they go and sit by this other guy. guy. I can't believe you guys got arrested. They arrested me for just driving around with my wife. 
driving around. Like, That's terrible. They shouldn't do that. I know. Well, what happened? What, what did your wife say? Nothing. She was in the trunk. <laughs> they all slide over. The dude starts laughing maniacally. Uh, not Ma- Gary McGurk says, I don't like that dude. <laughs> And, yeah, and it's creepy as fuck. Like, first of all, if one of these guys is a murderer, and I, I what was not Gary McGurk in there for? Like, assault or something? I, it was something, it didn't seem like his act was that severe, but right. he, he was violent in some right. way. Um, regardless, they shouldn't be in the jail. They should be no. in a prison at this point. Like, why are they just hanging out in the jail? Like, what is this weird Bradley Manning shit where they don't get tried? I mean, that's desert rules, man. Uh, you get out on the outskirts of Nevada, things get real, real quick. <laughs> so, time passes in the jail cell. Uh, Screech pulls uh, a page out of your playbook, mm-hmm. busts out that harmonica. Yeah, but he sucks at it. I'm kinda amazing. Kind of sucks. But he's playing something, and Zach says, dude, can you just stop, please? I'm kind of stressed because I have to get to a wedding, and my bride is in Vegas, and she may have already started blowing some other dude. I don't know. Exactly. I, gotta get to I, I, I cannot let her be out of my sight for this long. It's dangerous. So look, Lasky lapses happen. Lasky lapses happen. But I don't think she understands it happens, and I gotta talk to her and get to her now. So can you just stop so I can just think about a way to get out of this? Then not Gary McGurk's like, no, oh, I like it when he plays. Let him play some more. And then straight up crazy Trump guy comes up and says, does anybody want to dance? <gasps> and then the sheriff pulls up and says, oh, now listen. Now what y'all are up to? That's a bunch of no-nos. It's not. Everyone collapses onto the ground in the sail, like, stop! <laughs> so, uh, basically he's like, well, <laughs> turns out that car wasn't stolen. So, uh, our no is, did they, did they I guess they figure out the car's not stolen, but yeah. they still have to, oh, they still gotta pay the, uh, they still gotta go to court for the speeding ticket. Yeah. Well, can we just pay, out, pay it off now? Oh, I don't know about that. That sounds like a no-no. <laughs> but he's like, well, come on, come on. We can, we, listen, let's just get this taken care of. Could be expensive. How much money have you got? And Screech, Screech, why the fuck you got always gonna ruin everything? He's like, oh, Zach's got plenty of money. He's got $1,200 on him right this second in this prison cell with these monsters. First off, $1,200 isn't anything. That's right. like no money. Yeah, that's like nothing. Your, your wedding was already the lamest. I don't know how they're going to get a wedding out of that No, at all. 1994 money, different world. Yeah. Not that different, though. I mean, not that different. No, that was still like a, a Shasta Cole wedding. <laughs> so he's he says, well, well, I think we got ourselves a deal. I think we got a yes, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so Zach's like, God damn it. Screech. Fuck you, man. Oh. Gives the dude the money. At some point, there is another no-no situation. Oh, where definitely. I well, I think I think uh, they let them out, and then like the other, like uh, not Gary McGurk tries to walk out of the cell. He's like, ah, now that's a big old no-no trying to get out of your cell in the jail. And then Screech says, yeah, that's a big old no-no. Now listen here, nobody gets to say no-no but me. That's my biggest no-no. Stop it. Stop it, you fucking grown men. This is a nightmare. The way he says it is more like, now don't be helping me with my no-no. Oh, fuck. God damn it. It's it's wrong. It's morally morally wrong. It's morally wrong. (laughs) All right. So they get out. Scott free, apparently. Nope. Ticket or nothing. They no. just get out. You drop $1,200 in a small town. Yeah, you're good. I mean, that can throw you at a mediocre wedding, but it can set you in a small town. 
Definitely. So they're leaving. They're back on the road, heading, heading to Vegas. Meanwhile, Turtle and Kelly and uh, Racist, is, uh, they've gotten to Vegas. He hops out of the car, immediately like pops out, I guess, to his job, because he's like changes immediately into like a bellhop uniform. And they're like, I can't believe Zach and the guys aren't here yet. That's crazy. Well, I guess we'll hang out in Vegas. Mm. I'm going to give you your uh, wedding present early, Kelly. Cue montage. Crazy montage. Um, can we talk about the soundtrack for a minute? Yes, we can. For, well, for a minute. Let's just... <laughs> I'll devote the rest of the show. <laughs> I don't dislike it. It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. It's more 80s than 94 because yeah. there's a lot of saxophone solos. Definitely. Like, randomly. Like, yeah. for each song that they choose to play. And there's a few of them. Oh, yeah. All of them are kind of easy listening-ish, but, like... They have like a taste of maybe, um, who are the guys that had the beards? ZZ Top? Mm -hmm. One of them sounds very ZZ Top-ish, but it isn't ZZ Top. It's pretty bonkers. It really is, but I really love it. Yeah, so we have this montage of them having like uh, manicures, pedicures, oh, and girls the days whole out. salon treatment. My thought is, again, Turtle, her father has just given her a brand new car. Mm -hmm. She's just paid for a giant salon weekend. She's paid for this trip down here from wherever the hell she's at now, like learning about fashions theoretically. Dropped a thousand, like a grand on a belt. Yeah. That was easily just cut up and then fixed a car. Like, could we not just like, I don't know, could Zach and Kelly maybe not borrow some money for the for their wedding as opposed to everything else that's gonna happen in this movie? Hmm. I mean, they do go to extreme lengths to get the money yeah. On the wedding. I don't know. Maybe Turtle didn't offer. I mean... Or maybe they didn't even... I mean, to Zach and Kelly's kind of, I guess, credit, they don't ask for money during any of Right. Well, okay, Kelly asked the, her parents, and she's like, Zach, I'm sorry, I couldn't get any money from my parents. Right. Which, Zach refuses money from his mom. Right. Well, she also says she can't give him any. Right, right. He says... And he, she's... Sorry, we can't give you any money. He's like, oh, no, no, that's fine. But the thing is... And, like, I, I, that's great. I, like, I, I you know... I'm cool with that. Except the fact that the other events in this film, um, there, there's a point where male escorting is happening. True. And I just feel like maybe, just maybe, before you become a male escort, maybe explore other options. What do you got against male escorts? Um, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, maybe put that bottom of the list. I mean, they're desperate. I'm pretty desperate I mean, at the moment myself. I haven't really thought about becoming a male escort. I mean, if you want to get married, you just have to ask. Come <laughs> on. Oh, my God. Should we do a ramjack to Vegas? Oh, like, my God. So, so yeah, the the whole montage is new for Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, Turtle and Kelly laughing and, like, getting really close and, like, getting rubbed down by other people. And, like, their temples get rubbed a lot during mm -hmm. all of it. And they also share a lot of looks. Like, you would, like it, there's a question. It's like, is something about to happen with these two? Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure something happened in that sauna. I'm pretty sure. Because you see, like, the... Like the steamy sauna, and Kelly's like, <laughs> like towels about to fall off. Right. Turtles, like you stop. Um, it's like while while Slater and Zach are doing whatever they're doing in that prison. Um, I think I think Kelly and Turtle are getting down to it. Kelly gets her temples rubbed a lot. She's got a lot of headaches. Mm -hmm. Turtle gets her shoulders like massaged at least three times during the montage. Right. At disjointed times. Yeah. So she's got a lot of tension up there. Defo. And she's always staring at Kelly while she's getting it done smiling. Not that you can blame her because again, Kelly is fucking on point. She looks good. Zach's gonna lock that down. Yes. That, like, like I, we question like Zach's like creepiness about this whole situation, but I think he's realizing that Kelly is hitting like, 
he's hitting peak hotness. Yeah. And if he doesn't like lock that down immediately, like it's it's open season for the world. Is it hot in Nevada because of the desert, or because Kelly Kapowski is coming to her own on this trip? Mm. I don't know. Called it. So the girls conveniently get done with this as the boys get to Vegas, which is interesting. Right. Um, immediately, he's asking, "We got to keep this a secret." Um, you lost all your money. Maybe don't go into a marriage lie about your finances. They have 40 bucks, which Zach was like, should I hit up some tables and get some cards going? And they're like, dude, are you dumb? No. What's wrong Worst with you? Worst idea. Um, also, Slater um, sees a girl with the worst hair. <laughs> From a distance, Brad said, oh, new Alex. She, she, she kind of looked like Alex. like Alex. And Alex and Jesse have the same kind of hair, too. So I don't know if that's like a Slater thing. Mm-hmm. And this girl kind of has their hair. But, it, uh, but oh, if it it's... has been, like, damaged for, like, a decade longer than these girls have had. Yeah. Now, she is young and she looks good, but... Sure. The hair is a little weird. The hair is a monster. You really call it a monster, Zach? I'm was sorry. Horror movie for I'm you? sorry. I mean, it's a wedding, something listen, you're already against. Listen, so. I just... When I see a monster, I gotta call it a monster... You think I'm just gonna let monsters thrive in the world? No, they have to be labeled. We have to know what they are, we have to judge them, and we have to keep them from our society. <laughs> Go after them with a torch. They're monsters. They don't belong with our kind. So she walks beside Get a pitchfork. And Slater's like, what? Who is that? Who's that girl Gentlemen, with hair? You, you, relax for me. I gotta, I gotta go check up on something. It's so creepy because he doesn't say anything to her. He just, like, looks her down, like, stares up at her. It's like, hey. Huh. And then she walks off terrified back to, like, I don't know, throw a kid in the river or whatever she does. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what these things do. Um, so they try to make money some way. First, they're, well, first they get a tip from uh, the racist guy, which yeah. I, we're just going to call him the racist guy. Racist. Um, and he's like, oh, well, hey, you know, here's one way you can make money is uh, uh, be a caddy for, like, these rich people. Like, they'll, you can make a couple hundred dollars a day. Okay, a hundred, a couple hundred dollars a day. Don't you have, like, a hotel for, like, two days? You're getting married tomorrow or something? Like, how was this whole situation? If they all worked together, it would take them a week to try to get even back up to it. Yeah. I mean, and plus living expenses in there. Yeah. Now, they got the hotel rooms for free because Zach's mom did hook him up with that. True. She won them in a church poker night? Yeah, I don't know about that. That bitch is lying. I'm pretty sure she winked at him. I'm pretty sure she's pulling a Marsha and going out and hanging out with Bob Goulet. Ooh. Why do you just suddenly have, like, awesome hotel passes for, like, hey, Zach, don't worry about it. One at a poker night. Don't, don't worry about it. It's, it's from Real Daddy. Um, huh? Nothing. Bob Goulet. Nothing. Nothing. Meanwhile, quick cut to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. I, uh, if, we, if they had been in that fucking wedding. Like, that would have been, been the sitting best. There. If the Karoshis had been to that wedding, that would have been... Oh, uh, I would have stood up during the... Ernie Sabella, Leah Remini, and that fucking woman and her kid from Hawaii, and, and the grandpa, oh, I'll go to Zach and Kelly's wedding. <laughs> it's kind of awkward, because my employee was waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> That little that little girl was it a girl or boy? It was a girl. Is the flower girl? No, no, just rub her face in it. Mommy, why aren't you up there with second daddy? Shut up. You said that I would be the flower girl for your wedding. Huh? When you married new daddy. Please stop. It's like you promised that I get yeah, kid, at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-no. Ruin a woman's life and shoving her face in it? That's a big old no-no. Stop it! Get out of this movie! Ha! <laughs> <Bots> hog! <laughs> yeah, I just... Ugh. Wow. 
So they go to dinner, I guess, with the ladies. They're like, keep it on the DL. We'll pay for it. Mm. No, even better. They say, we'll meet you at dinner later. We got to do something first. <laughs> they never and, show up. And they go and, and it's be, the next day. And they're caddies. Like, I, I guess they go and become caddies immediately, which they fuck up. Yeah. Like, Screech drives a cart into the water, and apparently ruins their golf clubs in the process. Well, that one guy likes to watch Slater get wet, because he constantly yeah. just hits the golf balls in the water on purpose. Like, 12 feet from the water. Yeah. Uh-oh, my ball's in the water. Now I have to go fish it out for Go me. fish my balls out of the water. Oh, there's another one. Uh-oh. What are those? You can take the shorts off. It's fine. Why don't you go buy me some new ones at the clubhouse? Slater goes down to the clubhouse, meets up with his girl... Who, aside from her hair, is looking pretty all right. Yeah. But she's got monster hair. Asked her out. Pass, she says. I don't think this would be a good idea. Fair enough. He buys four balls instead of a dozen. Yeah, I think he's uh, pocketed the rest of the dollars. Yeah, just blatantly stealing at this point. All they had was four. And you spent all the 50? Yeah. They were expensive. Got the best ones they had. These are waterproof. Oh, no, they're in the water again. (laughs) Why don't you go fresh them? Oh, shit, they're floating? Oh... Well, mm. go in there and get them. Mm. That's a yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're all like. At one point, Zach blatantly helps one of the guys cheat. Like he puts his, he stops the ball with his foot and then kicks it into the thing like yeah. an assist. And they're playing for money. Now, normally, for those who don't play golf, your caddy's supposed to know the course very well to mm. give you tips on golfing. They're actually right. supposed to be pretty apt golfers. So they're lying. They don't know a goddamn thing about golf. Screech breaks the fucking golf cart, and that goes careening through. It's it's like a fucking Kevin sitch where he's running through a golf course. Mm-hmm. Can't stop it. Brakes won't work. There is like this ridiculous action scene where Scree- where Zach is trying to save Screech, whose golf cart has run awry. Yeah. And he's like, come, just jump my cart. Um, what the fuck? And in the process, both of their carts go into the water with yeah. the clubs, which... Oh, you ruined? Those are $1,000 clubs. All right, well, the clubs are probably okay. The bag's probably maybe ruined. From maybe. Being a, maybe. It depends on what kind of bag. Like, if it's all leather, okay. It's like, it's a bit it, of a, not, it's a know. bit of a stretch. Like, I like I don't think your clubs are ruined for going in the fucking... Do you think they lost it? Because they're, these dudes don't even want to get in the water. And Slater's not going to get back in the water. Yeah. He doesn't have to take that. So, in my mind, these rich dudes were just like... They're in the water. Forget about it. Like, I'm not even sure if the golf course even got the golf carts out. They're yeah. probably just like, nah, pass. Buy new ones. Nah, fill, who cares? Fill in the lake a little bit more. <laughs> just so did this glow come. It's, it's honestly like a super deep. It's really deep. It's just golf carts stacked up and like dead caddies just like <laughs> trapped inside. It's terrible what they do there. They get fired. No money. Oh, except what Slater pocketed. So terrible. they're able to at least eat that day. Meet the girls at the pool. Like nothing's going on. Yeah. Playing basketball in the pool. Kelly, damn, you look good. Seriously. They all look really good. For this to be the final say by the bell outing, all of them are coming yeah. from one point. Even Screech, even though he did wear the weed shirt, right. are you confused for weed? For when, they, for, when he Which first showed up for a like second, weed. yeah, it looked like he, he had a shirt with a weed print. but uh, It's bamboo. Is it, Screech? Well, I wasn't sure for a second there. What's going on? You've been, someone been hanging out with, uh, um, fuck, what's his name? Stingray. 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 You've been hanging with Stingray? Did you get this shirt from him? Yeah, he gave it to me when I gave him the NOS. God damn it, Screech. Whatever. They're playing basketball, having the time of their lives, Mm -hmm. reminiscing a little bit. Slater gets out, posts up on some um, chair, Mm -hmm. lounging around. Shadow comes up over him in the sun. It's the girl from the the pro shop, the golf pro shop in the girl he saw. First you think it's an attractive woman, then you see her hair, and it's like, ah, it's a monster. And she's like, hey... 
I'm a monster. Um, She's, he's like, bitch, we can share the seat. Sit down. She's like, not sure about this. So they're sitting down. Slater's him macking on her hardcore. I don't think yes. Slater's ever hit on someone like he has in this episode. Well, because he's—I mean—he's just in Vegas for a couple of days. He's just looking for somebody to bang. And and for his—he does be—he's totally upfront about it. Yeah. He's like, "Look, monster, I'm only in town for a few days." And the and let <laughs> me take you out. Let's, I know it's full moon, but that's okay. Yeah, come on. Good. So. <laughs> All of this, uh, we see someone spying on them. Yes. And Monster's like, and Screech, I mean, not Screech, but Slater has to run after her, and she's like, he's like, what's going on? And it turns out that she's being tailed. Yes. Her ex. Not, and it's not, and it's not by villagers with pitchforks, no. It's her, it's her ex. It's her ex, the security guards at first, and then we realize it's her ex, who's like a mob dude or something. Yeah. And he's got a couple of goons that are chasing him, which are like the least threatening. Like, yeah. One's super tall, one is short. Kind of weird hair and balding. Yeah. It, like, Incompetent. Uh, I mean, uh, they're going for for comedy relief mob guys, but it's just weird. <laughs> it is. So they kind of have to outrun them at some point? Mm-hmm. What am I missing between that and that? Um, at this point, like they're like, how are we going to make money? What are we going to do? Enter Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you kids want to make some money? Of course, when he says it, it's a lot more annoying, but you know. It's hard to do that. Ugh. And we can do Screech, nail it. We can do Belvedere, nail that. Can't do a Godfrey. Oof. It's harsh. Gilbert Godfrey, that's a big old no-no. <laughs> Shit. No. Can we just stop? Let's just stop that for the rest of the podcast. So Gilbert Godfrey rolls and he's like, hey, you guys, you, you want to know how to make money? Here's how you do it. Become a male escort. <laughs> what? And this is like when, like, the whole movie should just have, like, a record Skrrr! <laughs> because now the new subplot is Zack and Screech are going to become male escorts to get money for Zack's wedding. First of all, Zack is, Zach is there with his soon-to-be bride, his fiancée. Yeah. Like, why isn't Slater and Screech going to be escorts for their friend's wedding? Which, by the way, um, I think uh, becoming a male escort for your, to make money for your friend's wedding? Not a big old no. <laughs> Stop! Please! We just <laughs> talked about this! <laughs> that was the last one. Uh, so, <laughs> you know it's not the fucking last one. <laughs> It's the worst. So Slater, yeah, is is letting the guys be him. He's off chasing the monster. Yes. Trying to get at that. Right. Um, so they decide, all right, I guess we'll be male escorts. They go through a slight training service mm-hmm. where they both have to recite poetry or, like, yeah. skills with books on their head right. while they're doing steps. Godfrey's excited about it. He's like, you guys are naturals. <laughs> You're going to be great at this. Um, don't worry. You're, there's not going to be any hanky-panky. These girls, these are women, they just, they're just looking for someone to, to take them around town and like give them a nice evening. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit, Mr. Handman. Yeah. Man, you like something out of a comic book. Um, Zach's got a date at 8 o'clock at like the best restaurant in town. What is it called? It's um, got like, some weird name. It's like the, the Strip? It's called The Strip. The Strip. Okay. As sure at eight, Screech, um, you're gonna be waiting outside your hotel for a pink limousine um, at eight o'clock. So just do that. So I love that they go over the rules really quick too. 
which I don't really remember so much, as then Screech doesn't really know them. Yeah, like, always, it's always be stuff. nice. Yeah, um, always be nice, always be closing. Uh, um, always be closing. Uh, bring um, my money, bitch. I mean, um, gentlemen. Yeah, um, when you need, when a cooler needs to step in, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I forget, like... <laughs> Basic, yeah. Basic. Always get, always get that money. Get that money. Get my money. Get them dollars for your pimp, Gilbert Godfrey. I mean, he's a schemer. He's scheming over there in Vegas. Yeah. So this is bad because when Zach meets back up with Kelly, because he was late for the wedding dress buying. Yeah. Whoa, dude! An hour late. Yeeks. And then just lies to her. I and was then for Tux, babe. And Turtle's like, oh, see what I told you? He's definitely not wanting to marry no, you. No, he's got cold feet, girl. You gotta just get out of this. Turtle, stop being a bitch. Seriously. At this point, like you said, just causing trouble for yeah. no reason. Kelly takes Zach aside. She's like, look, we're going back in to get that dress, but are you still in this? Like, are we getting married? You got cold feet. He's like, no, no, no. I'm completely down for this. Okay, great. Because I got his reservations at the strip at eight o'clock. <laughs> How about we move them up? How about four o'clock? No one needs dinner at four. Well, it'll be fun. Oh boy. That's not romantic though. I'm kind of looking for romance on all my wedding. All right, Shot all right. Shut up. Shut up. Thanks, honey. Go back in and get the dress. Zach's trying. Like, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? Where's my boy Slater when I need him? Slater's still running around. Um, that night, Screech is taking for a ride of his life. I'm really yeah. worried about him. Definitely. He, that pink limo rolls up. And it like it plays like um um I wish it was in Dixie the horn Dixie Hazard yeah. style. Ooh, worse. Talk about things you don't you don't want to do. Mm -mm. And like inside is like the scariest woman. Yeah. Like she's just a nightmare. Bejeweled everything. Yeah. Just this gross old woman that's like trying to get up on Screech. Yeah. You work out. Look at this nice old tight bod. What are you, what are you? One forty? One fifty? You smell good. Oh, I, I that love smell. that smell. Hey, look at me for what? Look at me when I'm talking to you. Cut away. <laughs> Screech realizes, oh shit. So we cut away to the restaurant, and inside there's there's Zach having dinner with Kelly, who's looking um, a fucking like, wow. What you the thought hell? that black dress in college years flattered <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Co college years? I don't even remember the college years. I mean, I don't know if they do either. Like, no, I'm not, again, I'm not sure if it happens like a week after the college years episode. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Or like it what? Doesn't, it doesn't. Or like work. a year. Like I don't understand. When was this cruise supposed to have happened? Yeah. But Kelly looks fucking good in that yeah, black dress. Definitely. Um, Zach rolls in. Honey, look over the menu. I'll be right back. So of course he's gonna try to do the double double date thing. Got We're to. gonna try to cram as much sitcom like. Listen, Wings we, is possible there, there are a lot of antics we didn't get to, we didn't have time to finish out on colleges, so we're gonna do them all. <laughs> you guys are gonna be male escorts. Also, you're gonna do a double double date. Um, so he goes over, and there's this super foxy yeah, girl, Russian girl, Russian girl doesn't speak English very well. That's why she was getting an escort. And I do love when Zach says she had to be attractive. Fuck. Ah. So he rolls up and's like, "Hey, I'm your escort, Zach." You look really good. Like, what's what's up with this? She's like, I am fresh from Russia. I mean, I just got here. Don't, I don't speak English. I don't speak English good. So, yeah, antics happen. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. At some point, she starts getting a little, gets a little racy with Zach. She's all like, she's going to kick his butt or something. Well, because Zach says something like, um, he's talking about Gilbert Godfrey. He's like, uh, when I find him, I'm going to kick his butt. And so she starts repeating this. I'm going to kick his butt. I'm going to kick his butt. Like, because she's just mocking, you know, whatever he says. Kelly gets wise. She also has brain damage, by the way. <laughs> they forgot to mention that. 
Um, Kelly gets wise. She stands up, rolls over, or starts to come over, and Zach's like, oh, no, 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 no. He gets under the table, and the Russian girl's like, ooh, Zach, what are you doing? And she's like, ha, ha, ha. Um, Kelly comes over and is like, Zach, what's up? Which I, I'm glad, because if this had been, like, regular Save by the Bell, like, Kelly wouldn't have been able to see Zach sticking out from under a table. Oh, yeah. Luckily, this is a movie. Like, it's got that little bit more reality to where she, she notices that he is under a table. She's like, Zach Morris, you don't come up out of that table. What's going on? Are you, what is this? No, you don't understand. This is just my date. Boo. Your date? Oh. We get, we're getting married fucking tomorrow, Zach. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I don't know if I'm in this anymore. And the other girl says something, like she says, she starts to say something to Tiffany. Right. Tiffany, Kelly. And she's like, Bitch, please, I'm talking to my man. And then the Russian girl says all that she knows how to do, that she just picked up her new vernacular, I will kick your butt. And Kelly's like, bitch, you want to go right now? Do you want to step right now? Which is actually pretty awesome. Like, yeah, like, I mean, seriously, Kelly's in this dress. She's about to get into a fight with a hot Russian girl. Like, this movie has everything. Yeah. Zach steps back for a minute like, wait a minute. Exactly. <laughs> wait a minute. Cut over to another part of the restaurant. Oh, what's going on over there? Slater, who is not properly dressed for this restaurant, no. um, is having dinner with a monster. Yeah, they're hiding out. There's a small scene where, like, the candlelight frightens her, and he has to, like, calm her right. down, I think. And the date's going well, it seems to be, but she still seems resistant. And then all of a sudden, this dude rolls over, he's like, Hey, yo! Hey, what's happening here? Uh, um, this dude couldn't look less Italian. <laughs> hey, uh... I can't believe uh, you're here with this guy. Every sentence is with, hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what's up? You. Hey, yo. Why'd you run away so fast? Hey, we gotta get you out of here. What are you doing with my girl? And, and she's like, instead of the, whoa, whoa, your girl is like, he's my ex-boyfriend. Hey, not that much ex. Hey, how's about it? Whoa, pizza pie. <laughs> and so Slater's so like, well, hey, dude, why don't you back the fuck off? Yeah, she doesn't want to be with you, dog. And so then there's, like, a little fight. Slater punches dude out. Then comes, like, his two bumbling mob goons. It's Goombas! Hey! What happened to the boss? Quick, let's get him! So this is when our chase starts. And it goes on for a while. It really does. It's, it's like half the movie. I feel like they're just running from these two dudes. Um, so, so they're running. Yeah, first it's Slater and Monster running. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now Zach is going Zach is running after Kelly because she left. Right. There was no fight. Zach she, is trying to explain to her, pleading with her, Kelly, listen, I gotta explain something. Listen, listen, I lost all my money and I become a, a gigolo. It's okay. Doesn't hear it. She just, like, like Zach, I'm done. So, she goes to the room. He can't get in. So he's gonna climb out of his hotel room yeah. and climb across the balcony into, like, her room, which is creepy as well, fuck. They're, yeah, they're beside each other and it is creepy, but she won't let him in and he's gotta, he's gotta confess to her. He might lose all of his life. Right. So he's climbing on the railing. Um, all of a sudden, Screech pops, because he's, now him and Monster they've run to the hotel room to hide from the mob goons that are at the door they come out they're like Zach? Zach gets yeah, startled Slater's trying to come around the end because also I think they've done this before like Slater comes out to the railing like he owns it like yeah I'm gonna yeah. cross this railing no big deal it's classic sure but Zach is having trouble with the height yeah and they do kind of pan over and I know it has to be extras but let's just pretend that it isn't sure I mean Zach is he's six stories above the ground trying to go I mean and he's really unsure about himself. Yeah. So uh, Slater runs out. We gotta get across this preppy, and that's enough to scare Zach. He's like, "Wow!" And Zach is almost like, he's yeah, falling, dangling. So Slater steps over. Um, and this is Kelly rolls and was like, "Zach Slater," and Slater gets startled. He's hanging now. Now they're both trying to climb up. It's- and then, yeah, and in that brief moment, Kelly's like, "Zach, what are you doing? I should have just let you in." 
and like immediately, like wow, Kelly's completely forgotten about everything that oh, went down. Of course, and well, she's like, ready to forgive him. It's Zach. But you see, like, oh, this relationship is a little. This is. I mean, you see what happened with Zach's father <laughs> and his mother, and now we see it repeating with Kelly's. Like, mm. oh, you were having, you were on a date with another girl. <laughs> well, we were going to get married. I'll forgive you. Just please don't fall and die. Oh yeah. He, well, then she Zach is completely confesses. controlled. Oh, but Zach confesses everything in a hurried kind of like. Breath. Right. Kelly, I lost all the money because we were stopped by Boss Hog and I had to pay him for thousand dollars to screech as a fucking idiot and then, you know, we were we golfing and it was male escorts and then I, I just, I love you so much. Let's, let's not, please marry me. So, uh, they, yeah. So they was like, well, get on up here. Get off that railing. Though, I didn't know if they were going to make No, it. they really weren't. Like, Slater gets up and like a fucking idiot. It's like, Zach, swing over, grab my hand, <laughs> and I'll swing you onto the ledge. And we're like, oh, we've been down this road. We know this ain't going to work. Definitely. Poor, but he doesn't even, poor Aziz, I'm sorry. But he doesn't even get across the railing to a safe place to pull Zach up. He's on the railing with Zach and pulls him up. Yeah. Slater, dog, that's not how you do shit. No. Like, that's how you fall into, like, a magma and die in the earth. Yeah. Ugh. The ground is... Imagine the ground is lava at all times when you're up in heights. Yes. You have to hold on for dear fucking life. Good plan. As someone who's been bouldering or actually rock climbing, yeah. yeah. You're like, mm-mm. Yeah. You'll, you'll find grips you never realized before. Seriously. Don't... Ugh. Listen, two things. Um, Don't fuck around and don't trust Craig Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> he will fuck you over. So they all get on the balcony. Monsters over, by the way. Mm-hmm. They dupe the, stu- the Goombas. Definitely. The Koopa Troopas or whatever we want to call them. Right. So now they're all running. So they're like, oh, how, do, how are we going to get out of this hotel? I know. Turtle, yeah, don't they call... Turtle um, calls up uh, the racist. Yeah, racist. Who's been working. Yeah. And he, sent, he gets like a, a luggage um, trolley thing and builds like a shelf of luggage from somewhere. Yeah, a luggage cloak. And like... And uh, Slater and Monster are hiding inside. <laughs> sneak them right, sneak them out right underneath the Goomba's noses. Because they're like downstairs, like, where are they? I don't know where they are. Where do you think they are? Hey! Can you see all the way up here? Well, can you see down there? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe let's get a pizza pie. Let's get some spaghetti and a meatball. I didn't take my eyes off of them. I don't hey, know. Hey. And um, they're like sneaking out and they're like, how we got them? Six. Until, of course. Screech, es- Screech. Screech escapes from the, oh, yeah. the well, rape they're, limit. Well, they're limousine. outside of the hotel. They're about to get in the car and leave. <laughs> Shit. Help me! Guys, I'm, quick. Being, I'm being raped! <laughs> and she's like, Screechy baby! Or Sammy. I think they've renamed Sammy. him Sammy. Yeah, they call him Sammy. Because Godfrey was like, I don't like the name Screech! <laughs> what I like is a Sammy. Why? My name's Samuel. What? That's boring! <laughs> That. Now you're gonna be Sammy, <laughs> I, and I, you're gonna fuck scary Texan monster women. Your new name, Sammy. You're gonna fuck broads for me. Get my money. <laughs> All right, Godfrey. I, Terrifying. At one point, I was really hoping they'd run across Jesse, who is now yes. like. I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, I, I'm pretty sure she's not in this because she was filming Showgirls at the time. Yeah. Because it came out a year after this. How awesome would it have been, though? I, they could have just crossed it over. What if she was in? What if she was in town, like actually filming Showgirls at the time, and they were like hanging out during it? I was like, yeah, guys, I wish I could be in it, but I'm doing this big movie, and I think it's really gonna blow up my career. It's gonna be amazing. It's great to see all of you, though. <laughs> it will blow up cinema as we know it. Yes, and not in a bad way. No, I mean that in an amazing way. Yeah, like because, it's, it's yeah. gonna change the game. I mean, come on, life changing. Yeah, so Screech is is running out of the limo. You can't touch me, but I can touch you, and I don't want to. <laughs> um, Knocks over the luggage thing. Fucking, and of course the Goombas are out there again. Oh, there they are. And then there's chasing. Good, um, 
Um, so um, <laughs> they hop into the to the SUV of lameness, and like the Goombas steal a cab and are chasing them. Yeah, Turtle gets in her Beamer. Kelly jumps in, and so does the racist. He hops in his back seat, arms up, like, "Yeah, let's do it." Hey, or don't I you have a shift? the way between my fingers. This is great. Don't you have a shift to finish? No, don't worry about it. More ah, on that later. I hate you. Also, during this, we find out that um, the whole plan is because uh, um, the mob guy, his his plan to oh. come there was to steal this like really valuable diamond. So we got a diamond. Heist I forgot that. Yeah, because when they first get to Vegas, Kelly and uh, Turtle see this giant diamond. Yeah. And I was really hoping that they would try to steal it to get money to <laughs> marry yes. married, and hoping this would hold be a heist film. Yes. Like, that would have been, awesome. been amazing. Yes. That's the night's movie you'll get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the stuff that you didn't see happen in this. So they're chase. It's like a giant. Everyone's chasing everyone else. They, they eventually, they eventually, they leave the cars in the middle of traffic. Yeah. Like that's that's not. Those cars are gone now. Yeah. Full bait car situation. <laughs> As they leave, I'm pretty sure we hear someone in another car next to him. Bait car. And in five minutes, there's someone in the gone. car driving off. Gone. Like there's no chance. Like I was worried that their cars were gonna be impounded and they were gonna have to pay a huge fee. It doesn't matter. No, those cars are stolen. That's a straight up, we've seen bait car, we know how this works. If you leave a car, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. In a second. Don't leave your car on anywhere. No. It's gone. Done. So that's going on. Um, they run to like a wax museum and dress up. Um, we see, oh, we see a, a badass Ricardo Montalban in yeah. the wax museum, which was awesome. The Goombas can't see him in the wax museum because they, they try on, they like put on clothes. Who knows where the wax museum dummies are? No clue. Um, and then they get stopped by a security, like, the Goombas, like, run out of there, tr still trying to find them. And they get stopped by a security guard at the wax museum. He's like, hey, well, you guys need to get out of here. No, 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 guys, we need your help. Uh, there's some guys that are trying to kill us. I need you out of here. I'll call the police. Yeah, please call the police. We're in danger. You guys get out of here. Did you, did you not hear the part where they said they were being chased by people that wanted to kill them? Both times they said it to you and pleaded for you to call the cops? You guys, you kids, God, get out of yeah, here. Yeah. Alright, so they run away and the chase begins again. Yeah, because they see him like immediately. Yeah, They're like, walking down the street. No reprieve from the chase. It starts up again. Um, at this point, Turtle and Kelly and Racist have caught up. They're still in the car, by the way. They see them running, pull their car over, get out of the car. Again, but they, they have no vehicle left in this. Yeah. It, it's all stolen. All gone. That Beamer's definitely gone. Definitely. Um, they, they run into like a, a showgirl show and... Of course, what else can you do? This may be my favorite scene in the entire yes. movie because they run into backstage and you're like, how are we going to outrun them? And immediately Slater's like, oh, I know a way. And him and Zach and Lee each other are like, yes, it's happening. <laughs> and of course they put on showgirl costumes. Oh, yeah. Well, then we see in front of the stage, the yeah. girls are out there like, I don't see where are they? I don't know where they are. Wait, the show stop. We should probably stand here and watch. Kelly and them, and they come running in with a racist, and they're like, oh, a show's starting. We'll find them later. Is that Jesse? Yeah, like, uh, wait a minute. What's Jessie? going on? Huh? Um, and of course, it's not enough that they would just, like, hide out at the showgirls show. They gotta try to or, make it, man. Or even, like, put on costumes and try to disguise themselves. They're gonna go out on stage and pretend to be part of the show. Why? <laughs> That's a good... Slater can't get in that outfit fast enough. Also, he can't... Like, he's loving it. He is Dude, fucking and, loving that And shit. out of all the guys, he pulls it off the best, yes, I would have to say. Definitely. I mean... He's living the dream. He really is. He's out there like... And, like, he's actually trying to dance. Now, granted, it's not in time with anything that right. they're doing, but he knows what he, but in he his does heart, what he knows. In his heart, he is Nomi Malone. Yeah. Are they, in his heart of heart, in his dreams, in the fantasy in his head, he's on stage. He's like, yes, everyone's looking at me. I'm beautiful. Like, I don't know. So he's lost Jared in is it. busting out all over. <laughs> 
Um, Screech is kind of trying to get into when it. When I use a brand new hairdo, <laughs> I enjoy being a girl. <laughs> So everyone's kind of like, what? And of course everyone's like, the Goombas even are like, hey, those are the people we're looking for. Why are we on stage? What the fuck are they doing? I don't know. This is weird. I don't dislike it. Um, <laughs> so at one point they all, and even the girl, Monster's up there, yeah. like, looks Who's, good, she commanding is, it. Definitely. She, she's an attractive woman. Yeah. Plus you can't see her hair because she's got that weird exactly. like, bird thing on. Great body, monster hair. Yeah. Gotta get that shit on lockdown. As much as I dislike things like this, what would be the phrase for someone who looks really attractive but their hair? There's got to be something like that. Yeah, we gotta, we, we, with, with phrases like butterface and tip drill, where is society? What, what? <laughs> what was that last one? A tip drill? You've never heard of that? No. It's a rap thing. I'm, I won't take time to explain it right now. Oof. Um, um, hey, if we got any... Urban Dictionary that. If there's any bros that are listening, uh, let us know what this term is that we're looking for. Captain Kirk? Can you... Can you uh, Ring in, I don't know, call us from fr the freaking Romulan homeworld, I don't know. New Vulcan, tell us what, can you tell Brad what a tip drill is? He doesn't Please. know. Or what we call a, a woman that's attractive except for her hair. That's what we really need. Yeah, that's what we need. So, but that's happening. Yeah. So, uh... They get over to like a secret pat, not a secret passage, but like a stage shot where they're all on there. Slater's of course like posing, like... Loving it. Loving Goodbye, it. Goodbye audience, you were great! And, of course, the thing's, like, spinning around so they'll be backstage. And the director's there, like, what the fuck? Who are you? And, of course, the Goombas I've are like... I've been waiting for star power like that gentleman has. Wait, you're a woman? I mean, you're a dude? Not a woman? Whoa! I'm gonna talk to you later. Um, but then, of course, uh, Racist rolls up. And we even asked, or I asked him, we're watching it, how the fuck does he know how to get backstage? Because he says, I know, I know how to get backstage, let's go. Yeah. So everyone's backstage, the Goombas are like, oh, don't worry, we'll take care of this, we're security. No credentials. Um, of course, they pull guns, and they, they catch them. Why did they pull guns earlier? They could have pulled guns and been like, don't fucking move, or I'm going to fucking blow your brains out. Yeah. So now, they, now they're with a mob guy, and he's like, all right, listen up. You guys know too much. You know about my diamond-stealing plan. Well, at least we do now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, so listen, I'm either going to use you for hostages or whatever. And this is when it's revealed that racist guy is actually the son of the guy that owns the hotel. What? Oh, my God. So now we can assume he's son of a racist. Right, definitely. I mean, come on. Learned it from his dad, probably. Definitely. Also, um, we have like a weird moment where Turtle's like, why didn't you tell me that you were crazy rich and that you your dad was a hotel? <laughs> Definitely. Because he's been hitting on her the entire time, yeah. by the way. Uh, he's like, well, listen, I didn't want you to, I just didn't want you to think about me about my money. You know, I don't believe in material things. Oh, fuck off. You're the worst dude. I hope, Seriously. I'm, I hope you two are happy together because you're the worst people. Two separate ends of the spectrum, but you're the worst people. But they are going to be happy together. Yeah. I also, and I said this during when we were watching it, it's kind of sad that Slater gets a romantic interest. Mm -hmm. Turtle gets a romantic interest. Yeah. Screech gets raped or molested. Yes. So like, sad. Like, can we not, can we, we can not just bring back, like, a, um, um, what's her name? Tori, Tori Spelling? Spelling? Yeah. Or, like, another Tori Spelling-type character? Just some weirdo nerd that he could have some love with? Where's Leslie Romney and fucking Alex during all of this? Uh, well, you know... They're a little busy. I mean, it's just that their roommate is getting married this weekend. They're taking finals right now. Finishing college. Yes. Oh, the first semester's a throwaway anyway. We've got Lasky's gonna pass us. These What's kids. What's gonna get married? Whatever. These fucking kids. No, they're, they're, what they're doing is they're keeping Lasky busy. Because he, oh. he was gonna go down there and fuck up this whole wedding. That's the second movie you'll get on the Knights Network. Definitely. We'll call it Lasky Laps or something like that. Yeah. 
Yes. Take care of that. Um, so, so they decide because uh, Son of a Racist is like, okay, look, now that I'm out, I can I know this, this casino back and forth. I can get us into the vault that has the diamond in it. Yes. Leave me and my friends alone, you big bullies. And uh, Mob Guy's like, hey, yo, uh, Paisano, that sounds like a good deal. Boss, I don't know if this is a good idea. No, I shut up. I don't listen. Hey, you two just shut up. I listen, pay you for it. Uh, we get into the vault, we get the diamonds, and we get away, you can have your lives back. <laughs> we'll make a deal. <laughs> so, um, through random scheming, I know that Son of a Racist just a book as a cop at some yeah. point. They get to the vault, um, the guy gets the diamond. By the way, shittiest looking vault yeah. ever. Like, it's like, alright, saved by the bell. Alright. I got the diamond, I'm rich! Boys, come in here! Boss has a really good diamond, you know. Hey, hey we're free. <laughs> of course, now we gotta we gotta pull back to that earlier scene at, at the paint war. Mm. Um, they're gonna pull their old Three Stooges routine and lock up the mob guys in the vault. Yeah, I think Zach says something to the effect of like, "Hey, Slater." Well, we can really paint the town now, can't we, Wink? And that's the cue for them to be like, Oh, the Stooges routine. It's, it's not even that good. He's like, hey, does that gun shoot paint? Fuck you, Zach Morris. <laughs> fuck you. Does that gun shoot paint? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh. oh. See, I mean, that would have been a much better line. Yeah. Well, I guess you can paint the town red now, Wink. Asking somebody if their gun shoots paint, you know what that is? <laughs> No. You know what it is. No. Yes, that's what it you is. You made me say it. <laughs> oh. God damn it, if I, if I make you say it two more times, you turn into that <laughs> It's like a Beetlejuice that yes. summons it from me. Yeah. If I make you say it, if you force someone to say uh, two words that I'm not going to say again, <laughs> in a row, they become a, yeah. a cop and they go you're, to Nevada. It's, yeah, you're, it's, it's like a Mr. Mitzi, let's spit like... Whatever. He has to say his name backwards and he disappears. If I get you to say what that cop says two more times. <laughs> I love that we're dancing around it now. Well, I don't want to turn into him. <laughs> I think you've gone past the number. I had my fingers crossed. Oh. Ah, now I told you. Yes. <sighs> so, they do that whole bit. Um, Screech gets his cue to be the middleman of like, now you two don't be fighting. Because they escalate and the boys are like, the boys. The gangsters are like, enough out of you too. And then um, Screech ducks. The guys punch uh, the mob boss in the face. He stumbles back into the other two dudes and they stumble into the vault and then Son of a Racist slams it, rolls the ticker around, and they're locked in. Dunzo. Case closed. We got this plot wrapped up. Where's Dano? <laughs> Oi. Um, so yeah, Son of a Racist calls the actual security guards and they take care of it. So it's time to get married. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it yeah. really just goes directly to that. Yeah, so uh, they're going to, like, um, their shitty Vegas uh, wedding chapel. They're in line with a bunch of weirdos. They know, But they know someone in the business. Godfrey's there. Yeah, apparently, besides being a pimp, he also officiates weddings at, like, the weirdo Elvis chapel. You gotta have a diverse portfolio, or diverse incomes in Vegas. They also do funerals there. Hmm. Which I had earlier when Kelly was talking about we can get a really good deal on flowers if we get flowers donated from a funeral. Great wedding, Kelly. Do you do that? Like, is that something you do? Hey, are you guys done with these flowers? Because I, I'm at this funeral, you lost your father, and it was really sad. But I'm getting married, so I could really What kind use, of, what kind I of could pretentious... I could use these orchids. I mean, who would do that? 
Kelly Kapowski? No, I mean, the persons that would offer up those flowers to people, like, in that capacity, like, oh, you have, like, oh, let me help your wedding. You can take my husband, my dead husband's flowers. Like, what funeral home does that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess they just... What you, like, I'm I, not opposed to them like giving yeah, flowers makes sense out to, to me. people. I think it's weird like all the flowers associated with funerals begin it with. It is kind of weird. Like that's a weird thing we do. Dude, flowers in general. I mean, I mean, ever since we started talking about corsages and stuff, there was something we watched or I watched recently, and they had like huge flowers. What was that? Was that Belvedere? Anyway, I've been giving a lot of thought to us wearing flowers, and that is fucking weird. Yeah. At any turn. Yeah. For any reason. Agreed. But. They're there, they're about to get married. Um, they give Goffrey some money and a certificate. And before he can pronounce the man and wife, we hear really, the mood changes because an actor appears on right, the stage. Right, right, does anyone have any objections? Let's stop the movie and let's time to bring in the acting chops because here comes Zach's dad. Nice, way to save it's, the day. It's like the anti-Mike Rogers. <laughs> Like, cause this is this is a machine of acting. Like, dude is awesome. Like, there's no getting around it. When he fucking comes on the screen, like his whole presence. Man, we can't do it justice. I'm like, he's, be I mean, he seriously is a commanding yeah. presence. Like, no joke, people. If you think we're exaggerating, we are not. Anytime this man has lines to deliver, like, it is fucking real shit. I object. Everything changes. Like, his mom is there too, but no one's paying attention because, like, your eyes are locked on to this dude, star of Leprechaun 1, <laughs> where he was the father of Tori, the leather jacket wearing uh, Jennifer Aniston with her original nose. So, no son, no Morris boy is going to get married by Guilford Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> son, I'll pay for it. Listen, I didn't know if you were serious about this, but I've been thinking about it. If you'll come home, we'll give you a real wedding. One that you're... Oh, no, they say give us a few days. We'll give you a couple They're days. They're still yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. So then you realize, oh, Zach's parents are rich. Like, they have money to throw around. Well, they fucking live in the Palisades. And he did I mean, have his on. own phone, cell phone. Yeah. Multiple. I mean, There's never been a question. Like, uh, they got mad dollars. So they decide to. Kelly takes the money and the uh, certificate back from Godfrey. That money belongs to us. Thank you very much. So does that marriage certificate. Kelly, why are you such a bitch? Like, first of all, I don't think refunds. Like, he's pretty much done the ceremony at this point. Um, there should be some sort of fee for what he's already done. And why are you being mean to him? He was doing his job. I'm sorry that you get to feel that you're better than him now that you don't need a shitty wedding. Godfrey had a thing like, you know, I should really just stick to funerals. No one ever gets them. No one asks for the money back. And then we get a moment like, poor Godfrey. Yeah. Hang in there. <laughs> I did poster with a cat hanging there. Here, Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert, chin up. Hang in there, pal. Yeah. Don't worry. Screech will get you the money. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Guys, what about me and the money I owe? Meh. <laughs> Thanks for helping us. Thanks. So, uh... Now, this fades over. Beautiful blue sky. Beautiful. Um, Lots of flowers. Mm -hmm. Not from the dead. True. Not gifted from the relatives of the dead. We have a little kind of, um, I don't even know what you call those little arches in a garden. We have that. We're out in the beauty of nature. Definitely. Everyone's there. Well. Most, some people are some there. Some people are there. But it's a nice showing. Definitely. Zach's father walks Zach up the aisle, which mm -hmm. is weird. Yeah. Slater's up there looking okay. Yeah. Just trying to hold it together. Just trying to hold it together. Definitely. Screech also up there. Right. Um. Zach looks at his dad, and there's an unspoken, because of the acting chops of his father, of just like, 
I'm proud of you, son. Now get married. Yeah. Like, damn, this dude is awesome. Like, why is he not, like, the biggest star in the world? Kelly is on the... Shows up at the end of the aisle. Mm -hmm. Again, fucking gorgeous. Definitely. Her dad, also from a thing the television show. Okay. Walks her up. A little too big of smiles. I don't know if I like the dad as an actor. <laughs> kind of scary, yeah. Um, He's saving the bell quality. Yeah, there's, a reason we, there's a reason we don't see too much of her parents in this. Kelly walks up. A vision. Definitely. Zach is in his mind like, I did it. We get a flashback. <laughs> Montage of all of their romantic scenes over the years. One of the best songs in the entire, I mean, soundtrack yes, that we had on. on this thing. And we take it from the beginning. Yeah. Well, after Which, those years. You realize that, like, um... Like uh, Mark Paul Gossler, like it was a real crapshoot. Like he might not have turned into being an attractive dude, but uh, <laughs> it was a gamble. That like paid well, off. he was like because he started he was a little kid, and like it was there was no telling. Though Tiffany Amber Thiessen always super foxy oh, forever. Yeah. Well, they also got him as a child actor. I mean, right? Tiffany, she was, must have been in her teens. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, there was a gamble, I guess, with him. But there's certain facial structure things that you can kind of look at somebody and like, okay. Yeah, but like you, but you got it. It's just like, like because of like where they were, like you know, puberty wise. It like it, it was pretty, it was pretty much a sure bet. Okay, Kelly Kapowski, she's gonna be Foxy for the run of this. Zach could have gone a different way. I mean, like Screech, Screech turned into a giant monster. <laughs> Who would have guessed? I don't think he turned out that bad. I mean, considering where he came. Well, you start, like, the little, like, little nerdy, like, tiny, like, shortest guy on the show. Like, that was his thing. He was the little one. And then he, like, was, like, this super tall, weird-looking... They wouldn't have cast Screech, like, if he yeah, already true. looked like that. I do think they do interesting casting in the new class, but mm -hmm. we'll, maybe we'll get to that at some point. Or at least the show will. Um, so, yeah, we go through that arc. Mm -hmm. We see when he has Kelly's picture, this creepy picture as a volleyball player, life-size, yeah. or like a pull-down in his room. Okay. We see all their antics, every dance they were at. Right. We don't see when they break up for Jeff, don't which see is that. probably good. We don't We don't see uh, the Kurosis. We don't see the Kurosis. I was really hoping we'd see some of that. We don't see uh, that family that's waiting in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Where were they? Where were they? Still waiting. We don't see Kelly's grandfather. We don't. I guess he wasn't there in protest. That would have been awesome, though. Yes. The extended cut of that montage. Just one of just, like, just him. Like, not even them. Because even though it's a montage of just them, one thing is just the grandfather, like, singing in Hawaii. Oh, where am I going to Hawaii? Hawaii. Love it. Um, it's actually kind of touching and kind of sure. beautiful. Sure. Uh, we, we see the crowd. We got Mike Waller acting. Rogers is there with Alex oh, we and got, Mr. Bell. Yeah, we got three in a row. Um, who's not there? Kelly's current roommate, Leslie Romney. <laughs> I guess she doesn't go to poor people weddings. <laughs> oh, Kelly, you're getting married in Vegas? That's so tacky. I'm sorry. That's exactly what she would say. I'm said. sorry. I've got a horse race to to yeah. be at. I, it's 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 just, it's just uh, mommy and daddy want me home that weekend. We're having a benefit. Drizaj is a very important to daddy, so I've got to be there for him. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Leslie Romney is your current roommate. Current. Like, she still got shit in your room. You live together. Why aren't you at her wedding, you bitch? I mean, I do love how when Belding's like, those are my kids up there. I like to think of them as my babies. I didn't have, well, I had one in an elevator, but these are my real kids. <laughs> yeah, and like, how- Zach Jr. Don't tell Zach. I told him a lie when I told him what I originally named it. I, but I think he did name him Zach. I named him Zach A.C. Belding. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's actually either like the kid's like first name or his middle name. He's also the Godfather. Oh, I mean, come on. So fucking so weird. So Mr. Belding is really excited. He's like, well, how do you know the? How do you guys know Zach and Kelly? Alex is like, oh, well, Ke- Kelly's my my roommate in college, or was my roommate. Yeah, in that's college. What, like she was my roommate. They so talk- assume, they're assuming that they're not coming back. Right. I guess, even though it's still the semester or whatever. Mike's like, oh, well, I, I was their RA. Was again like they're just assuming these kids have dropped out of college, and I think they have. I got so excited when I saw Mike in the, yes. the thing because I thought we were done with him. I was like, "Fuck, we're not gonna see Mike again until we go to Chicago." Yeah, but now we saw him again, <sighs> and we'll see him again. Oh, we'll see him again. Um, yeah. So, so I love the little conversation between all of them. They're all like, "Yeah, this is great." So we had the wedding. Um, then each one of them gets like a little. There's like a little walk and talk where they where they all three of those get to have their little moment. Oh. Sorry, just as the just as the wedding's about to happen, who rolls in? And comes Jessie, running last minute. Nomi? Nomi Malone. She's putting her shoes on as she's running. It's really awkward. Sorry, my other shoes were bloodied because I just kicked a dude's head in because my other friend couldn't thread a needle right. It's it's, it's a long story. story. It's but look for showgirls this fall. Ah. <laughs> um, see, I, I, and she's like amazing. Oh yeah. So I, they get married, very touching, very right, right, beautiful. Right. They get, uh, then it's the after party. Right. Then there's the then there's the walk and talks where we where like Mike gets a little scene, Alex gets a little scene, Belding gets a really weird scene. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, you guys are my kids. Uh, you know, I, I had to be here for you. And Zach's like, well, you know, it's it's really great that you're here. Uh, you you really made high school challenging. And he's and he gets like all tender and shit. And he's like, I did. Oh. And then he wanders off. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Okay. <sighs> he said it was challenging. Um, Alex is he's like, guys, I'm gonna miss you. And Kelly's like, do you know something we don't? You keep like talking about us in the past tense. <laughs> are you gonna murder us tonight? <laughs> if we open up your wedding gift, are we dead? Like, yes. Bo- uh, oh. Yes. But Alex is like, Kelly's like, Alex, you're gonna see us. We live right across campus. Yeah. She's like, come on. And Alex's like, that's true. It's just, you know, when people get married, sometimes they, sometimes I don't they know. drop out of school because they can't make it. Sorry. Oh. I start hanging with couples, and you all know how I am with men. Um, but they, obviously, yeah. they're going to meet Alex again. Mike comes up and is like, it's going to be tough not seeing you in those dorms. And Zach's like, well, hey, if you want to come by uh, the apartment and yell at us every week, uh, that'd be fine. Count on it. <laughs> and then he just leaves, like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. But it's like, it's like the timing is amazing and hilarious. It and really is. It's like his finest moment. He's like, count on it. <laughs> Strikes a pose. Just steps out of the scene. Yeah, like, done. He's going to their apartment now to wait for them. <laughs> yes. It's kind of amazing. But you guys got a big screen television. Can't wait to watch some sports. Um, And then, like, Jesse rolls over and has this emotional, yeah. teary moment that, again, second biggest acting chops moment in the fucking well, thing. Well, she actually almost starts crying. Like, yeah. It's very... It's real. Yeah. Like, fucking Elizabeth Berkley and Zach Morris' dad. It's at dad. this point that Brad realizes, they got married. It's real. It's, guys, like... It's, <laughs> this is happening for this real. This shit is real. Yeah. Oh, my God. When you see raw emotion and raw love, it's hard not to get overtaken. Oh, acting chops. And then, like, Zach's dad has another scene, and this is, that's when they get really super tender. And, like, he, like, mouths a line. He doesn't even say anything. Yeah, which I thought was, like, that's pro-level just shit. Just, like, I'm, like, you fucking just fucking Meisnered this scene like a motherfucker. It's pretty badass. Straight up acting chops. Oh, yeah. Slater does, like, a toast, which is the lamest toast Ugh, ever. Whatever. Basically, like, yeah, I guess Zach finally got married. So. I'm gonna put on my shades so no one sees me cry. Yeah, I got my. Sh- they do have all. A lot of them have shades yeah. on. So he's like, yeah, I got these weird shades on. I guess toast. I guess this is fine. This is what Prappy wanted, right? Um, I just wanted him to be happy. What was that, Slater? Nothing. Love you. Love me. 
Slave? Love me, frolic room. <laughs> so cheers. <laughs> so that's the wedding. So now, okay, yeah, they're in honeymoon. Front of the hotel. No, they're yeah, they're about to go to the honeymoon, right? They're, right. They're in front of the hotel. They got the car, whatever. Um, everyone's there. Oh boy. We've got son of a racist. Him and Turtle may have to give it a go. Yeah. Um, they're wearing again. This is this is where oh, fashion fuck. came into play. Um, guys, we put it on Vine. You should check it out. Check that out. Um, because they roll out when the worst outfits. I don't know what's happening. They're wearing racist Native American <laughs> gear. Some of a racist is straight up in res gear again. Yeah. Open shirt, bronze skin, hair wild like he just got out of the wind. Like he's been riding around in a convertible for his whole life. Um, turtle. Ooh. Straight up hippie garb. Like, Look she at just, boots. like she doesn't understand. Oh, and those fucking boots. Oh. Look at the native boots I bought. God damn it. Guys, you're so racist. Yeah, you're you just need gonna... to get out to the res yeah, and get maybe out to learn the how, how things are out there. I hope you get the shit beat out of you. Yeah, or just a reality check. Seriously. Hopefully she'll help them out. I mean, I don't Ooh, know, man. I don't know. Um, so that's happening. Mm -hmm. Slater is with um, Monster. Mm -hmm. She's like, hey, I got this. Monster and I are going to go back to LA. We're going to hang out for a minute. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, oh, that's sweet. Good for you. And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like she does. I'm trying to teach her not to Oh, my gosh. That. And like, some people are chasing her with pitchforks. She's like swatting them away with her monster claws. It's like, stop that. That's... Ah, a little monster. It's almost over. Mm -hmm. Kelly, again, is rocking whatever Ooh, outfit she's This in. outfit. Like, I, this one might take the cake. Super foxy. As all of Black top, really tight. Um, shows her midriff. Mm -hmm. Her pants almost seem modern. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, the cut. Um, they're about to leave. So before she leaves, what's the big thing? I gotta throw my bouquet out. Who's getting married now? <gasps> all right. One, two, three. Throw. Ah! It's Sammy, free. did you fucking catch Sammy. that? Sammy. Oh, boy. Um. Oh shit! <laughs> Sammy, love me. Come be with me. Sammy, give me another chance. Screech is like, oh shit! <laughs> I got no. Gotta get out of here. Godfrey, I've got the money. Someone help me. So, so uh, one of the last lines in Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. She said, "It's it's her." And she says something like, something to Screech, calling him Sammy. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that, <laughs> how ridiculous they would end Save the Bell this way. I mean, seriously, yeah. I wanted Zach to spike the camera and say something like, like, wink and do yeah. something. Anything. Anything. But no, it's Screech being chased by like a hillbilly. Everyone's woman. laughing, everyone's clapping, and they <laughs> get in that car, and it's another beautiful song, mm -hmm. and the limo drives off. And then we see right on the big billboard underneath the hotel sign, congratulations, Zach and Kelly. They did it. We did it. We did it. Heroes! Save by the bell. Challenge completed. God, these kids. <laughs> we did it. So uh, who won who lost the movie? Screech lost, man. Screech lost. Screech lost big time. Yeah. Who won? Boo. Zach. I was about to say, Zach got the wedding and his girl. Mm-hmm. Kelly got the wedding she wanted, but also Zach kind of got the wedding he wanted. Yeah. And even though Zach didn't use any of his god powers during this, he got his friends to be—he got Screech to be a male escort for him. Yeah. They also got to go on a cool like chase with mm -hmm. and get to kind of live an exciting time in Vegas with the Diamond Thieves. True. Though I maybe Slater won. I mean, he did get to dress up and go in on the show. Slater had. Who had Slater didn't have to become a male escort. He got to dress up and be in a showgirl show, 
And he met a monster that he can possibly love. Met a monster he met a monster he can possibly love. Right. Okay, this is what I'm thinking. Zach won. Yeah, Zach, Zach clearly won. Come on. Screech clearly lost. Right. But who had their who had the moment in this movie? That would definitely be Slater. I, I'm making a new category here of the moment. Well I was or something. Uh, I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, if there's a moment, um, it's as Zach's dad, if, with any moment that he has. All right, well, acting chops, oh, no, award, no. Yeah. acting chops Awards go to Zach's dad and Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. So they get the Acting Chops Awards. World's Greatest Humans. World's Greatest Humans. But who, who, had the, um, who had this moment in the movie? That would be Slater on stage. Okay. Slater had his moment. They had makeup on. He had a life like, moment. Yeah. They like, did a you don't realize that from a distance when they're first on stage, mm-hmm. but when it gets to... When it gets to them being yeah. chased, like they took off their around. clothes, put on showgirls' outfits, and put on makeup, and did choreography. Slater, yeah, Slater's got eyeliner on and like a foundation. Like, it took them 15 minutes to get ready to go on that stage. Yeah, it's kind of wacky, but awesome. Definitely. So Zach definitely won. I mean, it's Zach. Yeah, Zach won. All it's right. Everything he wanted. Um, best dressed, worst dressed, best dressed. Kelly Kapowski. Oh, dude. I mean, come on. Hands down. Come on. Every outfit she was in, she looked beautiful in. <sighs> yes. The and best. beautiful. Yes. I would say, not just like, oh, she's cute, or yeah, that's good looking. Gorgeous. Yes, amazing. Who lost? Who lost? Uh, maybe Turtle in that 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 last outfit, the racist outfit. Cause Turtle in the last episode of College Years was on point. Like she looked good in everything she did, and she kind of looks good for the most part in everything on here. Yeah. But that last outfit takes her back to her roots of Saved by the Yeah, ball. yeah, it does. It's mad racist. It really is, and so. she doesn't realize it. So there you go. So maybe, maybe Turtle is the worst dressed. All right. So Alex, Saved by the Bell. Overall, who won? Who won? Oh. <laughs> no, I mean obviously Zach wins. Come on. I mean Zach wins. Zach wins. He's I'm a pretty sure beat Tori. Screech loses. Like, come on, Donzo. <laughs> Screech loses. It's basically this is this is that. Yeah. This movie kind of encapsulates everything that's. Yeah. There you go. That's Saved by the Bell, guys. guys. It's been a fun ride, Brad. We did it. I don't remember why we started watching Saved by the Bell. I mean, the science fiction elements in the Tory years were great, mm-hmm. and we really hit on that. Definitely. And I love that. And that's why the show will be known in a Times Classic. Yes. We went to the college years, because that's just straight up banana cakes. And now we got this movie. It's been a fun ride, and I really... It's been fun to be here with you. Absolutely. Talking about it. It's been a party. I've enjoyed it. And our listeners who have enjoyed it. Alex, thanks you, thank you for joining me on this adventure. God, it's been a pleasure, man. <sighs> we have a new adventure we're going out we on. We do. We still got Belvedere. We're still working through that. Um, but now, as we've mentioned before, we are moving on to Perfect Strangers. This is going to be really exciting. It's going to be so exciting. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The best theme song to any television show ever. Yes. I'll say that. Yeah. And then there's a lot of television theme songs that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. The College Years being one of them. Yes. But this one takes the cake. I mean, it's done by the same guy that did um, did a lot of the songs for the Zap soundtrack. So you know it's good. And we knew that before. Right. Like, we realized Perfect Strangers was the best one before that. And then mm-hmm. we're not being biased because we love Zapped. Right. They need to remake Zapped. Yeah, they do. That would be a good... They should make Zap the Musical. Whoa, yes. Let's make that happen. Whoa. Yeah. All the same music. Not going to say... Yes. I Trust, I've been thinking about that for a couple of days now. Zap the Musical. Needs to be a thing. Thinking about going solo. I'm just trying to kill a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to change that tune. I'm going to fucking blow up the moon. Oh, shoot the moon. I, the same. Yeah, right. We, I mean, we, come on. Come on, it's a great song. No, don't need to fuck with it. But yeah, but definitely. But guys, Perfect Strangers, it's gonna be so good, guys. Excited. It's such a, it's the best. I fucking love Perfect Strangers. I'm so excited. Cousin Larry, Balky, Balky Bartakamus, Cousin Larry Appleton, Dimitri. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna be great. Ernie Sabella again. <laughs> 
I kind of hope the cop shows up on Perfect Strangers 2 because then we'd have all the shows linked. Mm. Except Charles and Charles, of course, but I guess... Listen, there's plenty of... There's seven seasons of Perfect Strangers. So, Surely trust, trust. We're, everything's going to be tied together. But there you go. That, that's the new show. Thank you for being on this ride of Saved by the Bell. Class is, out. Class is done. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Hey, Ramjack, this is Robin. Um, just calling in to uh, say uh, congratulations on finally getting married. Oh, wait, th- that, it wasn't your wedding, was it? It was, it was uh, Zach and Kelly's. The wedding in Vegas finally happened, and uh, we can now uh, put Saved by the Bell to rest because no one wants to really sit through that new class spinoff, right? I mean, <laughs> when the main attraction is Screech, uh, who really wants that at all? Because you know what? Screech is awful. He is the main reason why I didn't take this show on when I was um, watching TV in the 90s. It's the same reason why I didn't watch Family Matters. I'm not going to tolerate that nonsense week after week. And so, no, I never watched Saved by the Bell. I never watched Saved by the Bell of the college years. Um, I did make it through half of the first episode because I wanted to watch it with you guys, but I just couldn't do it. Ah, as soon as then. Dustin Diamond came on the screen. I was like, no, I can't. Really happy that you guys um, got through it. I mean, I have not been watching the series, but I have been enjoying the descriptions of each episode. So when I came to the movie, I was like, I'm going to watch this movie for Ram Jack. I'm going to do it. And I wasn't disappointed. I uh, it, it was as if I knew all these characters because you guys have been describing them so delightfully um, all this time. There's a few notes I jotted down. Uh, Number one, uh, it looks like the uh, girls uh, got to have their own Aerosmith video, so good for them. Um, put a shirt on, fella. Slater finally got to be in a prison cell with Zach, which is great. Unfortunately, you know, there were other dudes there. And Oh, at the prison as uh, Lieutenant Dano, uh, Richard Schiff. W- was he on the West Wing at this time? Very much slumming it in this... <laughs> In this movie, uh, it, it's just funny. Out of all the cameos to have, it'd be Richard Schiff. Maybe this was before West Wing. I don't know. He's really good on that show. Uh, another cameo who is not slumming it, that would be Gilbert Gottfried. I was watching this, and I was like, do I actually like this guy? Is he funny to me at all? And I came up with a resounding no, and it may be kind of like the screech effect. It was funny seeing those two in the same scene together, because it was like one person's talking like uh, Scooby-Doo's cousin, and the other one's talking as if, um, I don't know, he's got um, his ears plugged up and um, half of his face is squished. Captain Liberty from The Tick, uh, Liz Bassey, playing uh, Slater's love interest, where we kind of have to pretend that he likes this girl, but really, he's just putting on a front in order not to let Zack know his true feelings. How about, oh, speaking of her, the uh, winner of the most uh, shoehorned-in plot device would have to be the whole Silva-slash-diamond heist thing. That just kind of came and went real quickly, provided some action, some Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny-ish hijinks. I guess that's what Saved by the Bell is kind of all about, including also, holy cow, the beginning of this movie, montage, 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 play that cheesy, uh, Kenny Loggins-ish, uh, crap white boy music. Oh, man. But what I could do more of, uh, is Kelly, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Damn. And, uh, speaking of, uh, other delightful, um, females, I would have to say, uh, Slater, he has got the lightest feminine voice i've ever heard i never i don't think i've ever heard that guy talk 
but man, he is just sounds just like this constantly. Also, uh, yeah, it's just good to see some of these people that you guys are talking about all this time. Um, I, I was really impressed with with not only Kelly and Kelly um, and her her acting, but I was also uh, impressed by Zach. I, kind of a fan of this Mark Paul Gosselaar. He seems to just kind of hold the screen really well. I was waiting for a kind of turn to the camera moment, but that never happened. Damn it. Should have happened right at the end of the at the end of the movie, I think. That would have been awesome. But I didn't get that. I'll have to go back and watch other Saved by the Bells to see that. <laughs> yeah, right. Can we just say thank you, Saved by the Bell gods, that Screech didn't get the ring stuck on his finger? Oh my god, I was waiting for that. And it didn't happen, and I'm so happy. And, uh, yeah, oh, got to see uh, Mike for the first time since uh, this the, the very small moment of the college years that I watched. And, uh, yeah, that Bob Golick, man, it's a main on the man. He, he, does he see friends at Dog the Bounty Hunter, maybe? Or what a, what a mullet. What an amazing mullet. I do have to say I'm really looking forward to that Perfect Strangers rewatch, and I'll really try to um, start watching along with you guys because i remember loving that show and i really hope it holds up in uh zach's uh zach's father's terms i'll just say i have a lot of faith in you bradley i have a lot of faith in you alexander and yes that is the first time i've called you by your full names see ya bye (laughs) guys thank you so much for listening to ramjack it's been a very special day for all of us it really has i'm glad you're all here I mean, yeah, we had good times. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brad and I got a piece of the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good luck forever, right? Definitely, definitely. You know, I really hope that we can find special someones or a special some cast that really, you know, yeah, will will be enough to get us into the afterlife and not for us to become ash. Right. We don't want our podcast to turn to ash. So you know. I mean, uh, the the bouquet and the garters have been thrown. We're just going to see what other podcasts are out there, and let's see what happens. I mean, don't be shy. Don't be shy of the podcast. Um, there's ways you can get at us. Definitely. Give us a phone call. Number is 206-339-5894. Give us a ring. Put a ring on it. Oh! Nice. Name. You'd be surprised how available we may be for, uh, I don't know. Like a fun weekend. Yeah. Guys, also hit a bus. Oh. Also hit a bus. Yeah, I thought it was like, why did I... I was going to say... Hit, hit a bus, up, fuckers. Hit us up on Facebook. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to advocate for people to walk in front of buses. Also, hit a bus. <laughs> just get yourself... Get, get What you need to do is get a Humvee and just like take out a bus. Teach them a lesson. So cocky. Trains are obviously superior. Mm, definitely. More energy efficient. Yeah. Fuck buses. Ramble. Seriously. But also maybe get on the Facebook group. Yes. Hit up. Hit us up on the Facebook group. Definitely. It's a party. Straight up party. You can email us, ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter, at ramjackpodcast. Send us your messages. Send us your vines. Yeah, Vine's a fun time. Indeed. You can, uh, if you go to Vine and follow either me and Brad, you can get a sneak peek behind the scenes of Ramjack ah. and see a popcorn and a popping, with a poppery too. Brad and I are getting back to basics sometimes on the show. Definitely, we definitely. Haven't, we haven't watched a, a movie movie for Ramjack in a while, I would like to think so. Yeah, of course poppery too had to come out. Definitely. See what that's up on Vine. Yes, man. Yes. You're really into that now. I... <laughs> Find us on the website, curiosityabounds.com slash Ramjack. Fun times. Defo. Listen to past episodes. Read Brad's synopsis, which are really hilarious. iTunes. Give us those five-star reviews. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely a good way to court the podcast. Definitely. Just to leave us uh, like a raving... 
proposal on iTunes. Yes. Leave two if you can. Please. Maybe make another account. Just make, get all the accounts. If some people are dropping $45,000 for a proposal, the least you can do is give us a 10 to 15 star review on Seriously, iTunes. Seriously, come on. I mean, what is it? We're not cheap. Tell your friends and family. Why aren't they listening to the podcast? You can talk to them about the podcast after you listen. You can, have, you can have a discussion group. Make it like a book club. But instead, you all go listen to the podcast, and then you go to a bookstore and sit and drink coffees and talk about the podcast. I'd also advocate, if you're thinking about getting married, sit down with this episode of Ram Jack mm-hmm. particularly, yes. with your significant other, and then just talk about the institution of marriage. Mm. Is it for you? Is it antiquated and weird? Do you want to make your own kind of ceremony? Yes. Who's going to take whose last name? Mm. Is that even a thing? Mm. Who gets a soul and who gets turned to ash? I don't know. Important issues. Those are things you're going to want to know. Are you in the north? Should you have to go visit, like, an Eskimo um, priest? Is is, is Grandpa going to fuck your bride? (laughs) Like, what's happening? These are a lot of questions that people may not be aware of. Important questions. Watch out for sheets, too. Defo. Just saying. Keep an eye out. All we're saying is thank you so much for listening, Brad. It is always a pleasure to do the show with you. Guys, remember, whether you're just, like, getting into your seat in homeroom or outside of a chapel before a wedding. Either way, you're saved by the Ah, yeah, who is it? You uh, ain't gonna get in. Broke off. I'm gonna go home, guys. Like, this is oh, stupid. Oh, no, 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 that's a bit... Well, I can't reference that yet. I just wanna say no, no, but... No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. One more time. You say it one more time when you... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Surely it happens like a day over. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so close. In some nomadic tribes and what, kind of, what kind of tribes? In some nomadic tribes. No what? Matic. <laughs> hey Alex, would you say yes yes to weddings? No, I would not. Observe what was your what was your response? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. No thank you. I can edit that to make that work. <laughs> Wait, what do we want to go out on? That's what I was just thinking about. I mean, we're saying goodbye to Say by the Bell. Surely we can just say something from Say by the Bell. We can go out on No No, but that's. No, I don't want to say that. By the way, you just said it a third time. Oh, no! <laughs> Told you. Gotcha. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, I did it! <laughs> I did it. I'm don't be telling me how to say my no-nos. <laughs> I need help with those. I'm a hero. Yes. That's a no-no. That's a, that's a no-no. <laughs> Bye, Zach. I'll write you every day. Well, once I learn how to write. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Come on, man. When today is just a memory And so, our Hawaiian adventure comes to an end. You know, I think there's one Hawaiian word that would be appropriate here. It means hello, goodbye, and to remember with affection. Aloha.
the housetops to the gutters From the ocean to the shore The warning signs have all been bright and garish Far too great a number to ignore From the cities to the swamplands From the highways to the hills Our love has never had a leg to stand on From the aspirins to the crosstops to the Ellavilles But I will walk Down to the end With you If you will come All the way down With me From the entrance to the exit Is longer than it looks from where we stand I want to say I'm sorry For stuff I haven't done yet Things will shortly get completely out of hand I can feel it in the rotten air tonight In the tips of my fingers In the skin on my face In the weak last gasp of the evening's dying light In the way those eyes I've always loved Illuminate this place like a trash can fire In a prison cell Like the searchlights In the parking lots of hell I will walk down to the end With you